Welcome to Bickering Bucks. Uh, tonight we are doing the remainder of our best of 2022 game. So you're going to be hearing the best of the best in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. But we're going to start out with dishonorable mentions. Uh, we're just recording two days after the last time, so my voice is still wrecked. This is your uh, host, Vortuan slash Cham. Gmo slash Brian joining us once again. Howdy doody. It's Gmo slash Brian. I was like, wait. Ah, G- Gmo Jacob. Gmo Jacob. How are you doing? Yo, I am doing good. I am not Brian. I am the Jacob. Uh, and I am doing yeah. well. Well today. Well today. So B cubed slash Brian. I'm doing How phenomenal. Doing, Rawr. You guys, you guys ready to, to get into more heated yeah. discussions? And uh, I'm just gonna make everybody mad. And I'm Chaun- make every last person mad. And uh, you're gonna give Chance more nosebleeds because Chance is suffering tonight. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> this is my fourth nosebleed today. I might just pass out whether I want to or not. <sighs> That's not fun. Well, I've got a water. Even though my voice sounds terrible, I'm feeling much better. I started to feel better like about lunchtime today because uh, mom and dad found a Thai place in Columbus and they were bringing it home. Ooh. And yeah, because we lost our Thai place in Chillicothe. So, man. Columbus does have some really good Thai spots. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Yep. So, leading us off so we don't break momentum we went with honorable mentions at the end of the last episode we're going to start over the dishonorable mentions this time yeah and j- just for keeping it in, in the same rotation sake brian you're going to be leading us off with uh next then chance then jacob then myself so brian what is your dishonorable mention i have two for have two. 2022 that's Ooh. fair two. the first one the first yeah. one, I already know one person's not going to like this. <sighs> the first one is Triangle Strategy. How dare it ever exist. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I am, uh, no comment on this. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll give you why I put this in my dishonorable mention. Triangle Strategy, um, I was real yeah. excited for the game. Um, along with a couple other people on the show, and um, specifically Fortuan. And, um, yeah, played it. Started off really, I mean, really interesting. And I will say the story throughout the whole game did did keep my interest. Very solid story overall. Um, characters are interesting. And so it has, like, all the makeups of things mm-hmm. that I would really like to play, like, in a, in a strategy game mm-hmm. like this. And I get to play, start playing the game, mm-hmm. and as I progress and get further and further, I realize the game really, really wants you to do this one thing that is like a huge, huge problem to me when you give me like choice. The one thing. You give me lots of choices, and then you make the, me. The, the game wants you to do, and it's disgusting. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Right? Is that the meme? The one thing the game wants you it to do. It is disgusting. disgusting. You're right. It, it is the illusion of choice to me. Incarnate. Mm. It is you have to yeah. pare down your the characters you play at some point to like the some core team of ten. Like it has to be that team, or because you cannot upgrade characters and their abilities 
past a certain point because they are limited in resources overall. To, like upgrading your abilities and all that stuff doesn't matter how much you grind, how much you play on your first playthrough, you will not find the items to upgrade them because they are finite. And that killed the game for me. Completely killed the game for me. They they are finite in yes, your first Yes, I'm not playing this game more than once. Who, who does that? So, the first playthrough, I could not, cannot... Jam is raising No, his I hand. mean, who makes a game like that? <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> not who plays it multiple times. Who makes <laughs> a game like that? So, I get a good way through the game and realize, oh, I've spread out my resources and I can't get them back. Oh. Mm. Now I only have a few characters that are actually set up to be usable for, you know, the, the, you know, a little bit past the middle of the game. Oh yeah. And no matter how much you grind with a character, because it doesn't, I don't think they ever tells, tell you that you cannot upgrade them any further. In fact, I tried playing like the scenarios and other things. I'm like, oh, I'm level them up or something like that. Now, at some point, I'll, I'll I'll be awarded these things. No, you don't. I had to look it up online and figure out that. Oh, guess what? You're not getting a single a single item more to upgrade these characters until you play the game again. And I was now specifically, you're talking about crafting materials. No, the crafting materials and the class upgrade materials. Both of those things are finite. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. The weapon yes. and the class, yes. And so you, but other than that, you can still level up. They don't scale. They don't. I had I had people who were like twenty levels above people who actually had the class upgrade, and they just weren't like they were, they didn't have abilities that were use that were, that were good, and they just didn't produce the amount of damage mm-hmm. that the other ones would because your level by itself isn't enough to to do that damage. It was it was really frustrating. Because I put a lot of hours into the game only for like my playtime to be not rewarded through my first playthrough. It's like, oh no, you just wasted a lot of your resources and your time. Now beat the game and do it again. I'm like, yeah, I am definitely not doing this again. Um, which is very kind of a huge change from the norm, at least for me, when I play games like Fire Emblem, Final Fantasy Tactics, any of those other games that are kind of right in this vein where you can play all the characters as long as you level them up and you can get and you can yeah. get all the, you know you can get all the skills and you're not hidden behind some you know finite resource wall so it was really really off-putting for me that's why again i will stress the only time that you are limited is in that first playthrough second playthrough it's you are not hour limited. game i'm not playing through it multiple times <laughs> i'm just gonna like if i'm just I am clarifying okay, for accuracy. Right. I, I will. You're 100 percent right because that's 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 what I found. I found that once I played it a second time, you could those limit those resources you could find over and over again in the uh, I forget what it's called the the, the, the yeah the historic battles, battles the training grounds like that, which yeah. I actually those were kind of cool but yeah I was playing them in my first playthrough yeah, and realized like, they don't give you the resources and I was in tears. Got you. They're a good way to yes. level up, though. Still. Yep. All right. So, what's your uh, what's my other, your other one? Because I only have one. My other one is the rest of the world's going to hate me for this. Elden Ring. I. Ooh. <laughs> That's See, on your. Oh yeah. It didn't even. Oh. Dude, 
I'm with you on this because Elden Ring doesn't even deserve the dishonorable mention for me. It is what? vanilla as crap. It is to me. more of like, the I, same, but they added. But but yep. people are hailing it as brand open new world. because they added things like open world yep. that has existed for forever to and this particular job. Slightly easier, and it, yeah, and it's slightly. And they made it. Slightly it is slightly easier. easier. They're like, oh, it's it's like Breath of the Wild, but but Souls. I'm like, it's Souls. It's just no, so. It's I mean, it's so. It's, it's a it's Souls game. It still feels yeah. that way. It is free roaming Souls, but it is a Souls game. the 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 game is easier, but I. Wow. It, I jumped into it. I was like, "Oh, this is actually a a decent Souls game." I was, I was actually playing. I was like, "This is pretty." I was like, "I mean, I played all the way through Demon Souls. I played a good portion of Dark Souls." I, I feel like Palpatine right now. Yes, let the hate. I mean, like, consume you. I, I, so I, I have I have experience with Souls games. It's not like I jumped into this and was like, "Oh, what is wow. this?" I played that game, and I really tried. I tried. I tried, and I. I beat no, it. I did not beat that game. I well, like, my time was li- no, limited. I, beat it. I was like, this game is not good enough for mm. me to be playing right now. Like, it's like uh, there has to be more. There has to be no games, for, no other games that are like AAA titles that I really wow. or, or you know AAA whatever, just big titles that I'm interested in to play because this game wasn't that good to me. It was, it was, it was yeah. decent. It was a, it was a C, a C. It passed. It's a passing game. There's some maybe maybe a B at best. I don't. It's just the the praise that I was hearing from people. I'm like, oh, it's 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 so transformative. It'll it'll change your life and the way you've gamed. Nope. You've never ever experienced anything like this. And I jumped into the game and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm playing. I'm like, all right. I was like, the combat's still Souls like combat. It's okay. I mean, it's it's nothing. It's nothing to write home about. It's not like it's not. You know, is is tight, lit, as tight as like a, a God of War or you know games like Bayonetta or, or or No More Heroes. So the combat's not, you know, knock your socks off. It's like the story is, it's go become the Elden Lord. Like it's bad people, bad place, destroyed land, save the world, save now, the cheerleader, save the world. There are- yeah, th- there there are multiple endings, but uh, I got the dis- dis- standard default. Don't one. know if I would care. Like I-, I played it, and I was like, you know, this. I mean, and, and, and I'm being overly critical, partly because of how like high it was touted. So I, 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 I by no means I think this game is a bad game. Like it's just a bad, horrible game. It is just dishonorably mentioned because. It was it, it it was nowhere near what I expected. Overhyped. It was way overhyped yeah, wow. for me, and way. And I, and I, Jacob, Jacob is uncomfortable with your opinion I, right now. It's you only it's it. it's not that I got to play it. I'll be honest. Uh, I bought it at launch, mm-hmm, same, and then was like, I have way too much stuff going on. And I played it for 15, 20 minutes and I requested a refund and got my refund immediately. Oh. I was like, I just got too much stuff. I was looking at going back to school. I was like, I don't have enough time to play this game. I was like, I'm trying to start this game. MLB The Show is coming out next month. I was like, I'm just going to play that because I don't got time for 200 okay, hours. Hold on. Dishonorable mention on Jacob for wanting to play MLB The Show. Kiss my grits, bro. I wish I had Kiss played MLB The Show over this game. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm just going to be Sorry. So that that is that is I mean like 
I try, and I, I came back to it three more times, and I was just like, I don't want to play this game over any game I own. Any game I own. Man, right. I'd rather play Triangle Strategy, and I really didn't like that. <laughs> over, no, I'm just, I think here's what I here's what I will say though. I will. I think that Elden Ring had the benefit of coming out when there was really nothing else dropping in February. I think he had uh, Dying Light Two, and then. That was like right in January, yeah. and it was just like no, a cavern. Was, was no, Everything that was supposed to come out in February else. got pushed back because I think Midnight Suns was supposed to come out. They were afraid of that Elden yeah. Ring. Yeah, they were straight up afraid of it. So it was like this cascade of games that all got pushed, um, I, you know, further out, including but. Uh, including Forbidden West, which unfortunately oh, yeah. still got still got shocked yeah. and and, yeah. and and like. I mean, I, I would. I mean, I, I played Horizon Zero Dawn last year, and I'm like, man, this is a much better game. Like, I mean, like, just, just, I, I, it was, it just, it didn't live up to the hype. It, it didn't hold my interest. I don't think there's anything like overtly wrong about it, but I don't think there's anything great about it either. Like, I, I, I played it, and I was like, I mean, these are some good quality of life changes, but also the, these are things that I see in most open world games. So you just skinned a, you just mm-hmm. skinned a Souls game, turned down the difficulty a bit, and kind of set it in the Breath of the Wild setting. There are seven temples. There are seven Elden Ring. You know, it, 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 yeah. it, 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 if you like Souls games, that game is going, that game is going to be, and you only play Souls games, that's going to be like, you know, the, the new, the newest and greatest and latest thing to you. If you play a wide berth of games, nothing there is new. Nothing. Mm-hmm. That's I share your opinion. It was a lot of hype for a. Okay I get to ride an elk, and now I have a little pointer on my map that shows me where to go, and I can die and save just before I died. I mean, N sixty four Zelda did this. I I don't know. Like I, I I just was really confused, and I thought maybe I was missing something. Maybe I was misplaying, so I gave it more and more. I gave it a little bit more and more of my time, and then I was like, I can't give any more more, more of my time. This game is what it is. I'm not saying it's. There's things to experience in there. There's things to there's things to explore, but yeah, not not groundbreaking or not you're not game changing. At least not for me. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty, Johns, you're a dishonorable mention. Uh, I'm here to kill chaos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy uh, Stranger of Paradise. It was bad. Oh, yeah. It should feel bad. We made an episode about it. Was it was terrible. I don't really have a lot it else was... to say aside of I did only play 11 or 12 games, so it had it to be terrible. something you've heard me complain about already. <laughs> so, I actually forgot about that. that horrible terrible. episode. The only yeah. other potential yeah, one was... would have been Sifu, but I can't do that to Sifu because I didn't like it. It wasn't for me, but I can acknowledge it was a decent game. Yes. Fair enough. All right, Jacob. Living in the vein of last year, it is not battle passes this year. It is live service games as a whole. Um, anybody who listens to this show knows how I feel about the debacle that was Marvel's Avengers. Uh, we also have Babylon's Fall, Rumbleverse, uh, Crossfire X. Uh, Back for Blood 
is getting no more support. Knockout City, um, Apex Legends Mobile. Like, there's so many live service games, and not everything needs to be battle passes. I think even um, uh, what's it? Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Apparently, that's going to be live live service with a battle pass and stuff. And people's like, "Why? It's a single player story game. It does not need that. But they it does need not need it. your money. I, I am trying my yep. best not to just yell right now. It 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 infuriates me." these live service games. And I know that I am almost 35, which means in a, in video game years, I am old to the old. Okay. My hands, I, my first game system was an Atari. Okay. That's what I played, <laughs> played adventure with a little dot on the screen, a little square on the screen. Dig okay. dug, man. <laughs> I mean, I am 35 and my first console was an NES, but I started playing on PC. I started playing on so, Atari. Yeah. I started playing on Atari. So that's so, like, I just, I, I get it. I've been around a very long time and I, en- I do enjoy live service games. Hint, hint, spoiler, spoiler, as you'll see. And when we get to the top five list, that said, I mean, I will say Monster Hunter at this point with its updates is probably almost considered that it, it is. Con- it is almost considered that, but instead of it takes the more traditional model instead of you're paying for a battle pass and paying for all this stuff. It's like, Hey, pay for the expansion. I can get around paying for yep. the expansion. Marvel midnight Suns, I paid yeah. for the expansion and that's just that. the season pass expansion content. Just give me that bump this every month, every two months, paying 10, $15. I might as well just play an MMO at this point, but your game costs $60 and then you want battle pass money. It's actually seventy dollars now. Seventy dollars. That's not the special. Oh, special edition. Okay, that's eighty five. Oh wait, hold on. The limited edition yeah. with the extra one hundred dollars. I'm like, yo, you are killing me. Yeah. And that's like every game. It bumped. Like, and you want you want my money on top of the money that I just spent. Like, I've never been like I would rather just spend my game on indie games. My money on indie games. And I will do that. Every time, 100% of the time. That is it. I'm going to stop now because I will keep ranting until midnight. 30. Thank you. Okay. They're running some big franchises to the ground because, I mean, because of exactly what you're talking about. Like, just, yes. just yeah. my, my, my personal opinion is that, and I mean, you can just see it. Like, there are certain big franchises that are not around anymore because they lost support from gamers because, guess what? They introduced that pay, you know, Pay to play yeah. and battle pass model yeah. to them, and the games are kind of debunked. They're gone. They may come back one day, but uh, right now you're not going to see them. Yeah, right. Alrighty, so uh, my dishonorable mention is Mario Strikers Battle League. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. It's a phenomenal game mm-hmm. for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then you have hit every bit of content you will ever hit in that game. Yep. And I don't understand if I just had, I was tricked by the nostalgia, the GameCube version, because it does play pretty close to the GameCube version. It's phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. You'll have fun. Yeah. I can't. I. It's the first game I bought that I was straight up like, I can't 
I don't, I'm done. Like, I don't, I have no need to play this game anymore. I've won three matches. Nothing's different. Mm-hmm. I can see the pattern. I was like, I've figured it out. It's like, yep. It's just done. Like, if it was just, it's ridiculous. And yeah. it didn't feel varied or it didn't feel, and even against harder opponents, it was still just like, no, I know exactly what works and doesn't work. Like, yep. I think they they needed to not have the fouling system, even though that was fun. The fouling system, I think, made it just too easy because you're just like, I'm just going to hit you and take the ball and then score. That wasn't my problem with it. Like, I mean, my pro- my problem with it more was the and they've done, they've done this with every game. If you notice, that's this. This has been Nintendo's thing where they treat their games almost like a live service game, but they don't. They basically release them with like a skeleton of content. And then if people are playing it, then they'll start dropping like updates throughout the life cycle. Because as we know, Nintendo games never go, they never go down in price. If it's a Nintendo first party game, it will never, ever go down in price. I mean, did you guys play? I mean, I know you played the one on the Wii. I played them all. Yeah, this game all. is about the same as the last ones. Like, That's the point. I mean, the, 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 the gameplay was always good. It's great. The gameplay is good. 10 out of 10 the on content, gameplay. It, but in terms of the content, characters, unlockables, it's blech. Blech. What unlockables were in the last game? None. There was absolutely and, none. Exactly. And how many unlockables? It was, it was yeah. Midland. It was no, Midland. There was nothing in the last game. So I will say, like, I, there's gear in this game. But there was nothing in the last game. Absolutely nothing. You are exactly right. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I straight up don't like the gear system. The gear system. I don't care. It's okay. I mean, yeah. it's it's okay. If I mean, honestly, I played, I bought the last game and this game not to play by myself. It was. It's more so, all right, cool. I'm going to sit down and play with the kids or with, or with, or with a buddy. Have a fun match or two. Uh, play online. Yeah. I mean, you and I played a lot of the GameCube. That's what made it good. At your place. Yeah. But, but the problem was, it's like, I played it with the girls. Even the girls got bored. <laughs> they were like, no. No. Now, it was cool that we could all three be on the same team. But, like, yeah, I just, it just didn't, it didn't, uh, didn't work out. Like, I, I, I really like the GameCube one. I think the GameCube one should have been how it was. And they, they changed too much and they made it too easy now what about just, do you what about what about mario uh not, not strikers but mario tennis just curious on your thoughts uh, around both aces. of your thoughts uh i think they just put in too many mechanics i think that like the girls and i would rather play the n64 one on the uh the n64 tennis uh yeah the n64 whatever app on the switch uh versus aces and i have aces and it's just too con it's just like it just muddies it up they just muddy up the game okay so i I had to look it up i was like i don't remember this because i remember playing a whole bunch of mars turks charge there you can unlock stadiums you can unlock uh character cards and you can unlock um some extra characters in there in the Wii in the one? Wii in one. the Wii one. Yes. I don't remember any of I was gonna, 
I was gonna say I was like I'm pretty sure there was a lockout because well, I remember if I, I play if I'm playing a game a lot by myself, then I know that there is something you get for playing by yourself. Yeah, I've never bought that game to play by myself, so I, that's that's probably why I didn't pay attention to it because yeah, I was like yeah, as soon as I got it, I think I played a little bit by myself to get used to mechanics, and I was playing online and uh, playing online, and they um, like, you know they had the you the and I practice, you and I got it at the same time too. in college, yep. and then. Yeah, and then we just we were done. We played, each, we played with each other. We played and we played in the you know the, the <laughs> online tournament bracket or whatever they had, which was fun. Like, yeah, but yeah, I don't. Work, I I I don't even think I ever played that game by myself much after like initially getting set up. No. So that's 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 probably no. shame on me. <laughs> <laughs> so but what about that, aces that was... for you, Gmo? I'm just curious now since we since we, we hit. Uh, you talking about the yeah, the one the switch one? I don't Aces, I, actually. I don't have Aces it. Aces dropped the beginning of my divorce, so like I did not play it much. Yeah, I didn't pick that one up. Um, honestly, I'd probably probably should have picked that one up instead of Strikers. Yeah, I feel I like it's, it's a better, It is a better game. Yeah, I feel like my family would have liked that one a lot better than Strikers, and it's a lot easier. It's just like hit the ball, okay, hit the ball again. Versus like I think we tried to do like four versus four players versus the computer oh no aces is more aces has so like it has i've played mario tennis games before and i've played at your house brian um and i know that you have like you know your slice and your you know you got all the difference all the different shots uh my favorite character has always been boo because he has the tricky shots and you just are like hitting these ridiculous curve shots all around the place oh Emery loves to play as Bowser and power shot down the lane all <laughs> So yeah, I mean but like that, Yeah, so I, I, I just haven't the Mario Sports games and what they've been doing, I just, it's, when they how they release too much mechanics at it for I, I don't care about that. It's just how they their release date makes me not want to buy them and then by the time that I do want to buy them, there's so many other games out that I just end up not buying them at all. Striker, I mean, I Strikers, but yeah, Aces was was solid from, from day one. Strikers, it's about what Cham described and, and what she thought. Like, yeah, it, yeah, there was not a lot of traction. I got it. I mean, I will agree. Like, there's not a lot of content, but I, I honestly didn't buy it for that. But I also probably play it less than I do Aces because Aces is a much better game, in my opinion. So, all right. So that's our dishonorable mentions, which took a lot more time. Like by this point, we were down to like number seven last uh, two days ago. So uh, let's get moving on. Brian, what's your number five game of the year? We are now onto the positives. My number five? Okay. Um, my number five is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Okay. okay. It was my number five. Um, I thought I was going to like the game, and I love the game. You can go back and listen to the episode here. Every yep. last all four detail. of us played. All four of us played it. Yep. yep. You you can listen to every last detail on how I was one of me. I believe in Cham were, were two people who gave it super high scores, and I want to see many more games in this. This, this line, this Legends of Pokemon because they did something that was really good. They took Pokemon yeah. and, it, and they finally did something 
that everybody wanted to see, which was since we yeah. were like age eight, to go out into the world and throw a Pokeball at something and catch it and progress my journey as a Pokemon trainer, master, whatever, and you know, on my console. And they they brought that to me. They brought some some of the you know some of the quality of life things that come with a RPG. Like, hey, you can actually know where to go on your quest. You have quests to manage. You can remember all these things, things that you know typically are in RPGs, but for some reason they never made their way into Pokemon until twenty twenty two. RCS, and they paved the way for a, a, another solid Pokemon game afterwards, which is uh, you know um, Scarlet. And Violet, those are pretty solid games. Um, there's some step backs, like Champ said. Like I, there's things in, in Arceus that I just would have loved to see, and uh, the you know the main the two mainline Pokemon games that came out this year that just didn't make it in there. But you can definitely mm-hmm. see where they drew from the inspiration, the open world, the, the, the traversal, like where you could go all over the town and just catch Pokemon, throw things at them. The crafting of the Pokeballs. The theme. There's some things I didn't hate. I mean, that did hate about the game too. But overall, man, the game was just it was it was solid. And I spent a lot more time on it than I thought I was going to. Mm. Yep. Okay. Arceus. Chance number five. Well, I'm already going to get to a repeat of my number five is Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yeah. I was a little quiet about that in the last episode because that was in my top five. Big fan of Borderlands games. Played a lot of them with my roommate in college. Um, played through this with Cham for the show. Pretty much the whole thing. A lot of collectibles. Overworld was fun. Played the mage slash necromancer, I think. So I was like full magic. Nothing yeah. else mattered oh, yeah. to me. Which basically meant a grenade build. I was a little disappointed that that's what it meant. You know, functionally, <laughs> I was a grenade character and not, like, basic attacking with magic or something like that. But, you know, it was a pretty good game. Yeah. The humor of the series is great. Tina, Tiny Tina, is probably one of the funniest characters in general. It was pretty good, and it, and it definitely passed my one hour of fun per dollar spent on the game minimum. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm feeling good about a game when I hit that. Probably like sixty dollars for the game, and probably sixty-five or seventy hours on the game. We did like everything, I think. Yeah, we did everything available was at, at launch. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of a bad person, and when I'm done with something, I'm done with it. So I don't even pretend to buy season passes <laughs> or stuff because I know I'm just not going to care. You're like, yeah, I'm never coming back here. Better be here on launch day. Even even if he loved it, even if he loved it, right. he loves him and leaves him. I just rip yeah. off the bandaid, or you know, someone has to have a cold heart for Dad's pop, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's that. Tiny Gina, Wonderland. Okay, uh, Jacob, number five for you. Yeah. So speaking of live service games, uh, this game makes my top five. Every year, without fail. Every year we've done this. Fortnite. Fort freaking night. It's on number five this yep. year. Yep, it's number let's five. Just go, guys. Let's, let's, just, go. <laughs> let's leave. Get out, get out the ritual daggers. Just kill yourself. Let's, let's do it. So, listen. So, check it. So, first of all, uh, no build mode was introduced right at the end 
of chapter two. They started chapter three in 2021 going into 2022 and it introduced my favorite Marvel character of all time, Spider-Man with the hyphen, Mm -hmm. respect the hyphen. They introduced, so we already have no built mode, which is great for me as again, if you used to play Halo back in the day, I always tell people go play Fortnite. The jump strafe, having shields, like all of that, you're just playing it in third person. They added web swingers, and as somebody who has played just about every Spider-Man video game that there ever was, swinging with the web swingers in Fortnite was only second to the Spider-Man Spider-Man PS4 games, which is the Spider-Man one in Miles Morales. Like you'd be literally yeah. zipping off a tree, smacking off of a boulder. Holy crap! I forgot we're getting a Spider-Man game this year. Yeah, we are totally. I have to get my PS5 yeah. by then. Um, Spider-Man. Like anyway, but yeah. So going through, uh, web zipping through. I think matter of fact, we had the entire season. Chapter three was in uh, 2022. So and every season. Me and Ash, me and my wife Ashley, we just kept going back in. We're like, okay, we're done this time, and they just like, we're like, all right, one more season. Like, I think the last season before they went to chapter four, they had uh, Chrome. You could literally turn into like these little Chrome blobs, and so like they, even though you have no build, like traversal has gotten really quick. Um, and then they had the nerve to move into chapter four. And finally update the graphics so that you have like ray tracing and the lighting system and everything has been updated. The sound system has been updated. Um, like it already has really good 3D sound. Like I always play with headphones like we both do. So you can so, literally hear when stuff is above your head. What, what were you going to say, Brian? I was like, so, so why do you like no, move, no build mode better than? Or okay. Like better Long than story build? short. Yeah. I do Curious. not have time to crank 90s. To beat the sweats, okay? To beat the sweaty people. I can play, but eventually you're going to run into PC players that will just outbuild you because it is cross-play. No build mode takes away the fact that I have to, like, crank out 90s and just... That's literally, like, you basically, like, do a quick little foo-foo-foo, and then you have a 90, 90 degrees built, and you have a More of ceiling. an equal-footing sh- shooter and, and rather than... Can you build to avoid? Yes. Yeah. Now they added in vaulting, they added in climbing. So the traversal options now in Fortnite are absolutely insane. You also get an overshield. So you get an extra 50% shield because, again, you're just out there. But like season four, like, like I said, and the traversal has just always been so great. Like it's always fun to get around the island. This time, this season, they have these giant hammers that you can literally get like three or f- like four, it's like four or five charges, I think. And you're literally like vaulting across the map, like just flipping across the map. Uh, or you can ride dirt bikes and you can shoot off of the dirt bikes and bus tricks, like backflips into like uh, Superman and stuff. Like it's absolutely insane. So they just do something new every season. They add new weapons in. They add new lore in. Um, they get freaking The Rock and Brie Larson. And you know what I mean? Like, it's silly the amount of production value that they have. They do Marvel cross in, crossover comic books. And then they give you skins for that. It's just there's so much into Fortnite that they put into it that I don't feel bad paying ten dollars 
every three months, by the way, three to four months for their battle pass um, for the amount of content that I get from it. Okay. Right. Okay. Fork knife. There we go. (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) I don't hate the game. I just, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I have no interest in playing. You I find the talk, building talk the part that I liked about the game actually. So, like, yeah, for I me, taking the building out is like making this game really mediocre. You can still I play think. with building. Oh, I know, I know. I, I okay. just, I just find that strange. That, like, 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 the differentiator was like, hey, we can build and do all this other stuff, and they're like, well, cool, we're just removing the like, the biggest differentiator. And people love it, but I mean, that's what that's what that's what that's what's it kind of like throws me out, throws a loop for me. I'm like, okay, that's I. If it's good, it's good. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I just I don't play the game, not anymore. So. Um, my number five is an indie game that I got to play. Uh, it won. A bunch of awards at the game awards called stray okay stray is a really really good game um on the surface it looks pretty shallow uh you play as a cat knock paint cans down annoy the robots um and then you start to learn about the world of stray and then you start to learn that it's post-apocalyptic and you're you learn about the robot guy who's helping you. You learn about the robots and their lives. Um, it's just... It's a really well-told story and meshed in with gameplay that doesn't just sit there and make you watch the story. It feels... It also makes you feel like a cat. Like, you do cat things and it's it's just there's parts where it's really funny it gets really emotional towards the end like it's just it is a way better game than it had any right to be and it i i i picked it up and i didn't put it down like that was the only thing i played until i finished it and it wasn't even that long i think i i think i only put like 12 hours into it or 10 maybe Mm. it was it was really good. Nice. I, it's on my backlog to play. I mean, I, I actually tried it out, and I was impressed. I was it, it, like, I did notice it is a very, just very different experience than what I was expecting. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's a solid choice. I think with that, with, with my limited, I think I played like an hour or so just to give it a try to see, like, hey, is this something I really want to come back to, or is this, or am I just going to pass on it completely? And, my one hour with it was like, yeah, definitely need to come back and play this. Yeah. Um, and I will say the preface for me, because if you under, if you guys remember, six was Sunbreak for me. And Sunbreak being a Monster Hunter game, you would expect yep. that to be number one. Mm-hmm. What, held, what held Sunbreak back was how much I didn't enjoy certain mechanics of it. Yeah. That really held it back. So everything for me at this point, largely no issues at all. Literally, like, my top five are, like, for me, 10 out of 10 games at, at this point. Agreed. So, uh, Brian, so let's, what's your number four? My number four is, is a 
was a little surprising, and I had trouble deciding if it was going to be four or five, because very similarly, my top games are are, are really solid. Um, it's Sifu. Yes. Okay. Sifu. I have come back to this game this, repeatedly. This... Really? Just to this, have fun with the, Oh, this is one of the games that got knocked off the list, unfortunately, but yes. I've repeatedly come back to play this game. It's still installed. Sometimes when I, I'll just sit down and be like, I'm just going to play Sifu. I, I have no objective, per, per se. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to beat my score or anything. I just love the game and the mechanics and the combat and the way it flows. Yeah. I literally just jump in. I'm like, oh, I'm going to play this board again. I'll just play this board. And I just. Just it's cool. I mean, it is so I'm cool get this to kitchen watch. Knife and stab the big guy at the bottom of the steps just because I think it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's cool to watch how the combat flows, man. Like, not only, and, and, and it's challenging enough that mm-hmm. like because the combat looks cool, like you feel so accomplished. I just keep coming back to like, oh yeah, I'm gonna play it again. Why? I was like, I just feel like like I just want to see the cool combat, and I really enjoy playing the game. It looks beautiful. It, the combat flows beautifully, um, and the you know the, the, the challenge there is there is a challenge there, so it does feel like I'm just awesome when I pull off these really cool moves, and it, it I just keep coming back. I, I don't know, not even to like beat beat it, like beat play the end boss or, or beat the whole game again or anything like that. I'll just literally just jump in the game, play a random level for an hour, beat up yeah. on people, and jump back out. So yeah, that, that, that game is my number. But number four, and again, it was one we, we we played on the show. So if you want to hear like the whole rundown of the game, yep. go check that go check that episode out. But man, I I didn't realize how much I liked it until I kept coming back to play it. Like I I, I gave it a pretty good score, but I just kept coming back to play it yeah. later on. So yeah, yeah, I I played it so much by the time we recorded because I think I finished first on that one. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jacob is one of the ones you finished first, but well, maybe one didn't see you. Um, but I I do remember playing that one up until recording, and yeah. that was pretty rare for me. So yeah, um, Chance, you're number four. <sighs> I'm gonna have a theme. I think everything I've I say from now on will be a repeat of something that's been said at another point. My number four is Sunbreak, the expansion for Rise. I'm, Yay! I so you have it the highest on your list. Normally play Bug Staff or Insect Glaive, and due to being amused with the Light Bowgun and Rises trial, I played Light Bowgun all three, all the way through. And you know, I've really appreciated the mobility is a big thing. There's skills that I care mm-hmm. about differently. If you've played the games at all freeing yourself from the mindset of what's a whetstone? Yeah, I like that. That was really intoxicating for some of the fights. <laughs> yeah, but... Now, if you do what I did, the there's bite. also rapid fire on light bow guns. You can have shot on the run and reload on the run, so I'm literally never standing still, which might have been the only downside of bow guns at one point. And the game itself has evolved to be right. more action. You know, you're moving as you're using items now. So, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Monster Roster was decent. Yeah, some of the in-game stuff that came out later really lost my spark. Like, I I don't think I'm at this point going to do my normal goal of make every weapon for the weapon I use. Like, 
Some of the monsters oh. are just too big of a pain. But you're gonna you're gonna miss out on Frostcraft. Vilcana came out today. And I mean, maybe I'll go Frost. to it before we get into the Monster Hunter again. But I just don't feel that mm. dirge of, oh, it'd be really cool to complete it because, like you know, the the afflicted stuff really kind of burn on me of how yeah just a and huge wall also... of not fun that is and how important that is to progressing like. If you just happen I to have had... high tier armor, you need to get really high afflicted levels to even roll your random stats. Like it's, it, it becomes that issue of if I'm going to unlock more things, I want to feel like I'm going to have fun with those things. But since it's such at the end of its life cycle already, eh. I will say the afflicted stuff. I wish I had gotten to it today because the, the update came out today. Supposedly, is uh, improved with today's update, and that's what pushed me to be like, d- you know, day one of this update, I'm gonna oh, go hop back into it. But as usual, I'm prioritizing crown hunting first, so I've been crown hunting Valkana. I've already killed it, I think, twelve or thirteen times, and already had the large crown. So I need the small crown Valkana. And that's done. And then I got to do the Risen Crimson Valstrax uh, is the next thing to crown. And then it's all uh, afflicted uh, curio quests or whatever. Investigations. So yeah, uh, Monster Hunter is Chauncey's number four. Anything else to say on it? I want to play a cat in the next one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. We'll see what what Monster Hunter has next because a lot of speculation uh, is saying that the April update for Sunbreak is the last one. I think we're seeing the last content update in April. Interesting. um, The roadmap actually ends at April at this point. That's two years? Yeah, roughly two years. Yeah, well... A little under a year after the expansion, but yeah, yeah, two years of, of rise. So we'll see what if there is a true um, next generation, just like Pokemon having generations. We'll see if we'll actually get a next Gen Six of Monster Hunter or not, uh, or if we're going to stay in Generation Five. So we'll see. Probably are jumping generations, but you know who knows. Um, so, uh, Jacob, you're number four. Uh, yeah. So my number four, this is the game that completely upended my top 10 list. <laughs> like, it was oh, like, yeah, yeah. That we talked about yeah, uh, the other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You forgot. Yes. And I don't know how I forgot because that game is Marvel Snap. I know, right? Oh, the mobile one. Yes. Yeah. So here's the 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 gist of it. It's you got, made. You two are making each other uncomfortable today. Like both. Yeah, of you. It, this is how it is. Brian, I guess he's confused. So Marvel no, Snap confused. is I'm, I'm... created by the same guy, I believe, that did Hearthstone. So he worked mm-hmm. on the same concept. So every turn you get more energy. You get six turns. Your deck only has ten cards in it total. You get, for the most part, you get like on reveal, 
abilities or just an ongoing ability. And then other than that, the games are really quick and the ranking system is all done using these cubes. And then it's kind of like a gambling bluffing system where you can also like snap to double the cubes. So if both of you got like, so if you win, you get two cubes. If you snap and win four cubes. And if both people snap, then that's eight cubes total for up for up for grabs. Um, And then basically every season is a month long. Now I don't, I haven't bought every battle pass. I bought the Spider-Man Miles Morales battle pass because I love Spider-Man. We've already said that today. Um, And then I did the last one, which was Sauron. And I I don't think I've done another battle pass since then. I've only done two. I think I've only done two battle passes. Um, I mean, that, I've heard a lot of good things about this game. Listen, yeah. So my my face wasn't because you're making me uncomfortable. I just thought it was. I've heard. I've recently heard like five people tell me about this game, saying we should. I should play it. And coupled with me joking about like three mo- mobile games in our last episode. Yeah, I think I threw out like. So I, I just I just thought it was. I, 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 was, like, I was like, is he joking? No, I, was, I was like, is he joking or is he serious? So like I was. Serious. That's what. I I was confused. Yeah. I was. Just they like, just put right, the versus mode right. in, so I just talked my wife into playing. I'm pretty sure she's probably fired off a couple of games behind me while we've been recording. It's just like I said. It's just so quick. The progressions, and really, if you don't want to put any money into it, it's one of the, again, it's one of those things. You don't. You do not have to put money into it to progress to level up to feel competitive, because there are tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of cards that you will get that you can trounce with that said the battle pass always has cool stuff and always has at least one new card um like i'm kicking myself because i didn't do the silver surfer season like i'm just absolutely kicking myself because i got into an archetype that was like oh man if i had the silver surfer like that would just fit my archetype so well um but you know it Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's yeah marvel snap i'm again i can go on forever marvel snap is my number four game of 2022. Okay. Um, so, um, my number four is the last game that is going to uh, be something that we played together on Bickering Bugs. Okay. My top three are above and beyond. This one, it was, I'm going to call, if anything, for me, uh, What's gonna if I look back ten years from now, twenty twenty two was the year that Pokemon was revived for me. Okay. I was such a casual player of Pokemon and Arceus one hundred percent revived it. Man. I'm looking me. forward to <laughs> every Pokemon game at this point because of Arceus. And yep. as much as I ranted and ra- raved about like Violet, yeah, you know, the other day, uh, Arceus, aside from the what I would consider lackluster battle system and um, the horrible, I don't care if it's nostalgic, the absolutely god awful town music. No, it's terrible until the end, it's terrible until the end, and it. Gosh, I don't. It's gonna make me go mind numb now thinking about it. But other than that, like it was really good. I wish the roster was a little more robust. I'm mm-hmm. not a big Gen Four fan, 
Um, okay. We also got Diamond and Pearl this year as well. The Diamond and Pearl reboots. Did we? So we had, yeah. I thought yeah. that was 2021. Mm, yeah, yeah, it was 2021. It was just before. Yeah, I got, I got that for my daughter for yeah. Christmas that year. She did yeah. not like that. So, it was just, but it was very, because this came out, Arceus is January, if you guys yeah. remember. Yep. So yep. we're over a year since Arceus. Um, yeah, it was just, it was everything that I wanted to see Pokemon become outside of if it had Pokemon's battle system. Pokemon is how I want the battles to go. This is how I want everything else to go. Like I, I for the record, I am so mad that they have not made a Pokemon too. Pokemon was so good. It Pokemon had, was. Um, it had no reason being that good. Like absolutely. I'm not a big not. fighting game player outside of them fighting herds right now. But um, yeah, the Pokemon so good. Anyways. I don't have much else to say in Arceus. I'm going to try to save my voice, my other three games. We we did an episode on Arceus. Arceus has appeared on your guys' lists, aside from Jacob. Um, That's because I did not like Arceus. I enjoyed the concept and what they put forth, but I thought the product was not representative of a Pokemon game. Thank you. Don't listen to him, audience. It's amazing. Go play it. Your yeah. life I had finished. fun with the game. You should buy it and you should play it. It would never have made a top 10 list if I had only played 10 games that year. The 10th spot Got would it. have been empty. <laughs> Thank you. All right. No. So, no. the big three. What's left? Brian, number three. Cooking Mama. Okay, get out. Really, get out. <laughs> Talk about me. Get out. Get out. Yeah. Was- um, <laughs> it is not cooking mama okay. cooking mama too actually <laughs> uh-huh. no, my, my number three was horizon zero dawn not forbidden west zero dawn okay. i've been okay. kind of making my way part-time you know when i have a little bit of time through some of the older games yeah i'm be, behind i'm gonna be working on it i like the intro but Oh man, the the collecting the craftables really just irked me. Like I couldn't. Um, So what you have to because I I originally did not like this guy. That's why I'm not. I'm just now getting to this game. I originally picked it up, played it. Was maybe the first hour or two in. I was just like, I don't. Again, this I felt like I felt much like I did about um, Elden Ring, Um, except for I played it even. I played a lot less of this game. Mm -hmm. Come to this conclusion. And I was like, I don't understand. I was like, the combat's not that good. I don't give us okay. the hell about. Yeah, it's not. It's the thing is, it's if really you really have to kind of play it like you play The Witcher. It's all about it's a it, it, it's about the preparation. Mm. Witcher's combat isn't phenomenal. It's good. It's okay. It does what it's supposed to do. But what makes Witcher's combat better is when you is when you all right. I'm going to go get the oils. I'm going to coat my blade it's that preparation and there's it's something like that to, to this mm, game mm. that you have to use the right tool for the right for the job and once i realized that and, pl- and start playing the game i i actually i loved it. i mean i loved it um the, the like i said that part you have to you have to kind of just go with it because you're not going to be able to just shoot things to death with plain arrows it's just death <laughs> you have to use the right tool to kill the thing um the other thing that just 
I, you know, once I got past that and realized that's how you're supposed to play the game, the, the big thing I loved, I mean, the story is unique, mm-hmm. phenomenal, well-written. Mm-hmm. The characters are strong. The world is expansive. Um, Dude, there's just so much I totally felt good here. Like, six-year-old Aloy, pretty good actor. Like, six-year-old a- yeah. Aloy was very good. The the kind of the secret of what's going on with the world and all that. I mean, like I truly wanted to know what was what was going yeah. on. Like what's what's next. I truly wanted to interact with everybody, do all the things that were there. I didn't have time to do everything, but I did way more than I thought I was going to do just because I cared. Like I cared about the world. I cared about what was around. I was interested in it. It was it it, it felt fun, um, and playing that really got me excited to play Forbidden West. So some point this year, I'm hoping to pick up Forbidden West. But I have it. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I picked it up. Great. I, I have both. I just got to finish Zero Dawn. Well, I, I didn't pick it up because I wasn't sure I was going to enjoy it. Want to play it due to how I felt originally about Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Then I got- See, I have this problem where I'll just buy a game at this point, whether I know I'll like it or not. <laughs> and it just sits there. And if I don't like it, um, now, granted, I was outed at least one that I was interested in, which was Deathly. Okay. I didn't have to worry about buying that one because Brian bought that for me for my birthday last year. And yeah, I'm glad I didn't buy it. I'm glad that Brian got it because, oh boy. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh. But yeah, uh, back to Zero Dawn. I'm with you on this. I'm only in the beginnings of it. I think, like, you know, we said, I think a lot of what's going on with me getting the house, there's a lot of stress. Like, literally, my gaming today has been Monster Hunter and Solitaire while I watch Blue Bloods. Like, I literally bought a version of Solitaire. Solitaire? Yes. <laughs> Because I minesweeper. Because I literally, I don't want like, I, I just want to be able to do something while I'm watching Blue Bloods, and I like I I finished like a season and a half of Blue Bloods in the past three days. Like I'm just like the you need you need like a Final Fantasy Tactics kind of game. That's those are perfect. I love playing those kind of games when I'm watching TVs. We'll we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> All right, all right. So, um, yeah, for, uh, zero dawn number three for Brian. Yeah, that's uh, really Chaunce. good. That's a really phenomenal yes. game, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. I'm just it, there's me problems in the way of it for me right now. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that was that was it for me. It was me problems at first, but yeah, it's it's a good game. I, I, I'm kind of mad at myself for not playing it when it came out. Uh, I'm not because it came out against uh, Breath of the Wild, and I played that instead. But I had more time; I could have played it. Yeah. Now, now hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. So, um, Chance, you're number three. Well, it will be specifically Scarlet, but Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. <clears throat> there are. So you put it above yeah. Arceus, huh? You put it above Arceus. I did not. I thought you already chose Arceus. Okay, I did never not. mind. Oh. So, to give some sense of how much I like this game, uh, there have been three horrifying raid battles that are stupidly ridiculously hard to get Charizard, Greninja, and Cinderace. I've done all of those. I have mm-hmm. more than two full boxes of shiny Pokemon on this game. 
because of how much time I've spent yeah. just shiny hunting because it was amusing. Wow. And honestly, yeah, one of my favorite personal moments in Pokemon comes from, specifically, it has to be Scarlet. Because there is a little bit of, and this will be spoilers, difference in the game. But you have to be, like, late game, basically. It finally is truly different. Because in Scarlet, you're actually looking at prehistoric Pokemon and Violet. You go to the future and see, like, these robotic Pokemon. I chose wrong. Cham chose wrong. Scarlet was amazing because you actually have a little bit of a guaranteed fight with a puffy, jigglypuff-looking thing with crazy eyes, fangs, and a huge, long tail coming off the top of its head. I'm like, wow. oh looks my like a goodness, mullet. this thing looks, looks like amazing. And then its actual name is Screamtail. <laughs> the... It is... It is a mullet Jigglypuff hard rock Jigglypuff. Absolute joy crazy. of getting to have an encounter with something that actually was called Streamtail. <laughs> like, now, I will say I do like the Iron Valiant, which is the the futuristic mashup of uh, Gardevoir and Gallade and into one Pokemon. That one's cool, but that's it. Everything else, Scarlet wins. Yeah, there, there is, you know, some other things, some of the other prehistoric ones, like there's a... The Salamance. The eagle-winged Salamance. Oh, yeah, moon, uh, Raging Moon. It's kind of... looks like it has Ho-Oh wings, honestly, which is kind of a funny part of it. But, yeah, like, it was, it was a really great game. I was a little disappointed with the breeding becoming this weird picnic thing. The memes of the legendaries for this game being instead of a god of time or a god of space or the the lord of legendary birds, it's sandwich. Yes, sandwich, because <laughs> you do actually power up your legendary by feeding it sandwiches. Yeah, and yeah, it was a very enjoyable game. You got back to more of that. You need a partner. You need someone with the other game to finish out the Pokedex. But yeah. the only thing that really boiled my blood, which might be why it's at three instead of two, is there are three Pokemon that evolve by walkies. You have to take a thousand steps with them. Then they Outside have to of the Pokeball. gain a level, not in a battle. Yep. It's a rare candy. And you honestly get quite a few of those. And then, like, these newer games have had these XB candy things that are pretty plentiful. So, it wasn't beyond reason. It just was agitating. Once I figured out you have to do the level up outside of battle. Yeah. And there's a little bit of... You, you either have Pokemon that are set up for PvP or raid battles. They are not the same. They're absolutely yeah. not the same. So, me wanting to do the raid battles, I set up for a lot of that, and it also felt very... You have to clear your daily six-star raid in order to have your shiny chance be what it should be. And that could just be the two or three weeks that I really spent shiny hunting. It was experiential and irrelevant because it's only 21 days of data. But the days that I didn't do the raid, I got nothing, almost. And days that I cleared the raid, I got five or six shinies. Wow. 
Yeah. But you did do a lot of shiny hunting. So you're probably a better authority on it than I was. And, I mean, I put enough time in that Muck, Muck is my favorite Pokemon. Because Muck doesn't <laughs> Muck, get a cluck. Yeah. Back in Sun and Moon, he, uh, all the Eevees wanted to have their hairbrush after every combat because they wanted to be happy. Uh, Muck didn't care. He became my favorite <laughs> because he's like, rub my dirty body once every three days of gameplay. Yes, you're a good boy. I love you forever. You smell hard. So I, he's, he wanted low maintenance Pokemon. Low maintenance. Yeah, so I, I did enough time. I mean, you can't get lower than a pile of I mark. actually no. got a shiny Grimer, so I would potentially have a shiny Muck if I was playing anymore. Is the shiny Grimer like slightly oh, like greenish? There are some right, shinies okay. that are a nightmare to tell the difference. And there's other ones that, yeah. like, uh, Sinsel or Sneasel or whatever his name is, that becomes Weevil. Yeah. It's normally black. It's like hot pink when it's shiny. Yep. Yeah, I actually have, like, three shiny Sneasels and Narcissus. Uh, there's a I new Pokemon, sh- Bombardier. He's like a pelican that drops rocks. Mm-hmm. He, I would put into the category of unacceptable. His difference is his beak and his legs are different colors. Like his, you know, normally orangish, yellowish become like a dark gray. Now, mm. I, I saw one up close so I could tell the difference, but I think it's one of, there's several of them that like at a distance, there's no way you'd ever know. Like the game need some performance oh. updates to tell if something's shiny from far enough away, I think. The deerlings just have a different colored flower. That was hard to spot, but I did. Once I figured that out, I found more than one. Um, like, I found two Vaporeon. Vaporeon was a really easy one. Instead of being blue, it's like a pink or a purple, purple. I don't remember. It's purple, yeah. Um, the only, There's one that... Hands down was only because it was standing beside one that wasn't shiny. The I call it the scumbleweed, Bramblin, that was in Cham's party he talked about. I poured it into somewhere. The one in front of me looked different than the one over there. So I fought this one and it did the swing of being shiny. So I was like, okay, never would have known that without the reference. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, it has... IVs and EVs and all that other stuff if you want to get into that stage of it, but it was a fun game to complete the Pokedex and did a bunch of shiny hunting in it. I liked it well enough that I bought the special edition OLED. Yep. Okay. So, Pokemon Scarlet for Chance. So, Jacob, yeah. number three. So, my number three game... Uh, I'll give you a peek behind the scenes. I think I recommended this game in, like, as my nomination, I think three games in a row. And it got voted down three times in a row. So I just went and finally played it. And that game is Ali Ali World. And. Oh, yeah. Boy, am I glad that I played it. Um, basically, it is. You're skating to find Narvana and Narvana spelled G N A R like gnarly uh, and become the next skating guru. 
all while exploring like the living world of Ali Ali, and they put a nice fresh coat of paint on it. If you played Ali Ali One and Ali Ali Two, those games look uh, very very simplistic. Uh, this one almost has um, the artist that they got. He had like a really near close to like Adventure Time style. Uh, you can sure. customize your character, like what they're wearing, their looks, uh, clothes. Like you can literally run the game, body shape, type, height. You know, you can do all of that um, and the customizations yeah. while making this colorful character. Um, and then the skating is just as fast and responsive. Uh, the challenge is killing it. I played it on the Xbox Series X. I bought it there only because I think the switch was having like some performance problems. Um, and so the series X was just running smooth. So I, I played it. it. It sucked not to have it on the go, but I was still killing it. Um, there's so much to do though. Like every level has three challenges that you have to do. Plus there's score challenges. Once you beat the game, then there's additional like super hard challenges. Um, there's DLC. I keep coming back to it. I've been playing it. I haven't bought the DLC, but I probably will. Just because I've been like playing the game nonstop. And if I've been playing a game this much, then probably get the yeah. DLC and just, you know, keep it going from there. Um, yeah, I mean, tight controls. Like, I, I didn't think that this game was going to top Ali Ali 2. And it just did that in every other way. Like, there's um, different paths through the, the levels. And I mean, not just one path. I mean, multiple different paths multiple different things to do different characters that might be hidden over like secret chasms and stuff like that um yeah it's it's man it's so good and when you die you can literally just snap back instantly like and if you're trying for a perfect run you can literally just snap back to the beginning of the level and just run it and try for the perfect run and it's just one of those games that it's just like it's one of those just one more type of games you know it's like, yeah. oh, man, I just did this level in like a minute or two. And I finally got the run right after dying for 20 minutes. Let me let me just try it. Let me just do it again. You know. Um, so, yeah. So, Ali Ali World was uh, that's my number three game for 2022. Okay. And we did vote it down every time. Every time. Every time. Yep. Yeah, I, never I might have conspired specifically to not have to play a skating game. I did vote it down. I'm sorry. <laughs> we uh, what can we say? It's 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 vote for a reason. Yep. So, alrighty. Um. So my number three is in a what I consider to be a very unpopular genre these days. Okay. But uh, I hope it makes a comeback because this game was really freaking good. Uh, it's an RTS called Starship Troopers Terran Command. This game was phenomenal. And it came out this year, the 2022. Um, I like Starship Troopers. I have always liked the movies. I was shown the movies at a way too young of age of like 8 or 10 or whatever. Um, You can thank my Uncle Larry for that. Um... (laughs) <laughs> Whoa! Uh, it was also the first day I got to play Diablo 1 so it was a good day it was a really good day <laughs> right. uh, 
Um, so everything about the Starship Troopers movies is this game as an RTS. And we're talking like not just fighting the bugs. We talk about mechanics like line of sight. Like you can't have your troopers standing in front of other troopers and other RTSs. That doesn't matter. You have wow. fire squads. You have to worry about position. You can't shoot while you're moving. So you have to stutter step your movement. You have to do micro movement to wow. keep the bugs off. There are more bugs than soldiers tenfold. So wow. you have to play smart. I played on not easy, but I played like on normal, like the balanced mode. Uh, there's like three or four difficulties that you can go higher on this. So you can, you can make it a lot worse. It's got a campaign. It's got extra missions. I did them all. I did everything, uh, that was available to me on launch. Um, you learn about the arachnid threat, uh, uh, in greater detail. And then I realized that those are, those lines are set in the movies and you just like, it's just like a one liner and you're like, okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, but would you like to know more? Okay. So like, you know, there's the one where Johnny Rico jumps on its back, shoots a hole in it and then blows it up with a grenade. Right. So when it Mm -hmm. first emerges, he Rico yells tanker. And that is what they call the bugs. Yeah. I have, I've watched this movie how many times and I missed that that was what they were calling the bug. So the oh. name of the bug is called a tanker. So then it'll say tankers oh. come in at so-and-so. And then like, it does have, would you like to know more? And like literally the, the yes. whole like beginning mission briefing and post mission briefing are those news reports that are the would you would you so like good. to know more? The, the the whole tutorial is like a would you like to know more tutorial. It wow. is all kinds of satire. Like a large part of the campaign awesome. is playing against um no you are not you're always against the arachnids, but you get you deal with a commander that gets busted down because he refused to listen to the stupid orders given to him by HQ that are <laughs> gonna get his squad killed. You you have this mission, and I, this this mission is the epitome of satire that this game and this series has always done, right? Since the the book is is satire, but it's satire in a different way. Um, anyways, there's a mission where you have marauders, and if you remember what the marauders are, if you only watch the first movie, you don't know what a marauder is. A marauder is a mech suit, like we're talking like. Like straight up mechs, like mm. uh, mech warrior mechs, are marauders. They are in universe. They were in the books. They didn't appear in the first movie. They're in the third movie called Marauders. Um, but anyways, so marauders are super awesome. They're the only unit that can walk and attack. Uh, they can mow down so many bugs. They can still get overwhelmed, and they still need support. But like a group of three marauders can do a whole map, whereas you have to have like 15 squads to, to do a whole map or something mm. like that. There is a mission where they want to do a news roll of the people winning against the bugs when you're actually losing, right? 
So they send you a unit called a camera crew that does no damage and is only three people and doesn't do anything other than has to stay near the flagship Marauder, which is a, which is like, they're like, isn't that the Marauder? They call it a Royal Marauder. And they're like, that's just the one they prance around at ceremonies. It doesn't even have operating machine guns. And they're like, you're going to use it. So, they want to see the flagship Marauder winning the fight. So you have a busted down Marauder with a camera crew that you have to protect against <laughs> some of the hardest stuff in the map. That's crazy. And and it's not even like you're defending. No, they want you to be on the offensive. So they want you to go down into the bug holes. And there's like, you get all sorts of things. Like anything that shows up as a weapon in the in the movies is there in um as a troop. You have laser units. You have like they have like electric pulse rifles mm. that use electricity for their resource instead of ammo. Um like you have to resupply and you have to get ships and then you have all the crazy lines. Like everything about this game is spot on to the flavor and style of the movie to such a wonderful level executed in a very extremely well done RTS uh, 10 out of 10. If you enjoy RTSs, if you like starship troopers or if you like both play this game, like it is. Wow. That's that's high praise. Um, man. Na- it Sounds is good, amazing. Man. Sounds good. Um, yeah, and I have, I'm hoping they do an expansion or some more content at some point. I do want to come back to it. I may just replay it for its own sake at some point because it's just that good. I'm that gonna is say my number three. I'm gonna say you talked this number three up so well. I'm excited to see what your number two and your number one is. Type race. Okay, so. We are down to number two. Brian. My number two. I th- I feel like it, it got overlooked. So um, early in early 2022, late 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a game that had a star studded cast when it comes to the voice acting it is far cry yeah. six that game i wondered when this was going to show up i remember you you were raving about this a while ago was that game was phenomenal yeah. um i i i don't even know where to begin but we'll, we'll begin somewhere um first of all you start off playing as this character mm-hmm. uh danny roja mm-hmm. you, you pick male or female you get to pick what, what you want to do but um you end up through some 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 unfortunate events, you end up being part of like a liberation group, a, uh, some some guerrillas involved in guerrilla warfare, kind of fighting for um, to liberate liberate Yara, which is essentially there's some there's some there's some strong correlations to like Cuba mm-hmm. or some Cuba, and so Anton Castillo, voiced by was it uh, Juan Carlos yes. Esposito? I think that's his name. Such a good villain. Uh, he sets the tone within ten minutes, like of that of, of this game, on just kind of the, the quality of acting you're going to get. And though this game is 
throughout the characters are kind of zany to a certain extent that they're 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 kind of just living their their best lives while trying to be um knowing that you know any minute now they they could potentially die they're living their best lives while also being you know liberators of the nation but um yeah he sets the tone on like what kind of person he is and character out mm-hmm. the gate within five minutes he just simple line of truth or lie and the way and, and anytime you hear that throughout the rest of the game you know what's you know something is about to happen something is about to be presented to you a certain way or some some kind of Unsee, unforeseen event is about to occur after this statement because it always he always surprises you because depending on what you pick you just cannot guess and, and what you pick as in like whatever the character's answer is back to mm-hmm. back to back to him um, as far as like the world the gameplay I mean the world is just phenomenal for me um, it being this kind of war torn um, Island, island nation, and having you know, kind of bare bones when it comes to like uh, resources, like all the weapons, all the abilities. They have things like a they call them supremos, resolvers, uh, and then your your, your your weapons and guns. Those all are for the in, in vast majority. Is, you're looking at like them piecing together scraps. So they have this very this kind of very. I'm like thrown together look to them where it's like, Hey, um, we, uh, we are just, you know, we are just using whatever resources we have to put together these improvised bombs, mm-hmm. these improvised flamethrowers, which has this really kind of gritty, but, but kind of cool okay. feel to them because you have this, you have like this napalm sprayer, these, this kind of voltage thing. And they all have their own purposes. Um, when it comes to Supremos, I mean, there's a, Kind of a uh, was it a, a poison gas gun, you, a Supremo? You get where you're you're just shooting off noxious wow. gas, choking out and killing anybody around you, um, and making sure you have a, a gas mask equipped because you have all this different equipment you put on. So you'll put on like anti flame equipment when you're going to run around with the flame resolver or blast protection so if you're going to have your. This you know, sounds your, a your, lot more your, in uh, depth rocket than one. previous games as far as the weapon and armor goes. Yes. As well as skills from yeah this this is a very different Far Cry game in my opinion um skills and, 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 and perks are, are there available for you um, the weapons are customizable so like you, you and, and again like if you're gonna build a suppressor for a weapon you're looking for milk jugs it's like you are lucky if you if you're able to find the pieces to build a real like a real suppressor like that's a way like end game you might find some real suppressors here and that. And there are pros and cons to the to the real suppressors versus like the improvised prevent um, yeah. suppressors, but it, it just feels yeah. real from that perspective. Like yes, I'm I, we're even even the vehicles. There's a lot of improvised flying machines. Is the best oh. way to call them. Oh yes, like it's like you see like a radiator, an engine, uh, some propellers. And it's like this helicopter-looking-ish thing that you're flying around, and you're like, "This is really sketch." And I would never, in my wildest dreams, ever fly this machine. But in this the game, I'm, I'm doing it. Helicopter. Uh, <laughs> it's just, yes, literally. That's that's what you're, you're running into stuff like that, where you're we're seeing them using lawnmowers and things like that. And then there's a lot of pop culture sure. references in here too, which is which that that threw me through threw me for a loop. Um, it's a whole mission where you're. 
you're you're trying to get the the trust of Danny Trejo, who is a who in this game is he's actually in the game fully voiced by Danny Trejo, but you you're he, he's running a taco stand for some reason in, in this game, and he's being antagonized for his ultra tasty tacos, <laughs> and so you're protect you're, you're running protection for for Danny Trejo for a while, and he and I think the result of that quest is you end up getting a attack alligator. Wow. Oh. Can, and he, um, he, can I, he, can I make a small <laughs> aside here to say that Danny Trejo, yeah. with his love of video games, also has an appearance in Ali Ali World. And you can get a Danny Trejo mask. <laughs> and instead of it being like a artist rendition of Danny Trejo, it's literally an actual face. photograph picture of his face over you as a mask of Danny Trio. It is the weirdest thing in a cartoon game. It's like a real life picture of him as a mask. All right, go ahead. Wow. Continue. Attack alligator, oh, yeah. Danny Trio, taco stand. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite, my you favorite, know, you have this little familiar with you always. One, either, either El Guapo or the other one is El Chorizo. It's a, it's a dachshund whose hind legs don't work. Mm-hmm. So it has like a little wheelchair and, they actually have a they actually have a purpose. Like if you're using Guapo, he's he's for attacking. If you're if you're using a Chorizo, Chorizo's Chorizo's used for misdirection. So like you send Chorizo out there and they're like, Oh, he's so cute with his little you know and they all go down to you know, pet Chorizo while you mm. sneak in to, you know, whatever facility or you know, so he's there to run misdirection or or to bring you things if you see items on the Didn't ground. Didn't they also have one one of those ones um, that was a fighting chicken with spurs? Oh, there's there's more than that. Yeah, there's there's a, there's eight different ones, and, they, and I think there's eight different ones, and they all have um, different sure. u- utilizations. But also, you know, now that you broke up the chicken, there is a mini game in there that is a fighting game, a, a full on combat, like mapped all the buttons, your combos and whatnot for chicken fight or cockfighting, literally. So you will pick your chicken. And this oh, is what, one boy. way you can just Pita, waste time, earn Pita some extra money, this game. and Holy fight cow. chickens. Uh, oh, they <laughs> did. I, I'm pretty sure it came under fire, and Far Cry 6 developers are like, yeah, screw you guys. We're leaving it in. Yeah. Yeah. It, they went, I mean, you, you can, well, the world is full of animals, too. because So, you, I mean, like. Honestly, you can kill animals. You can get, you get killed by animals. I was, I fell. Oh, I was, it's not because you can be on a jet it's ski. It's not a modern Far Island. Cry without an animal mauling you to death. All right. Oh yeah, I, I got eaten by a shark a couple of times. I killed some sharks for some for, for their teeth for some reason. So I, I, I have no illusion that they didn't like whatever. We don't care, Peter, because yet. Yeah, the cockfighting is 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 its own mini game that you can come back to. Pick your, you you pick your, you have the fighting screen menu. It look it looks very similar to like a Tekken, uh, not yeah Tekken's Tekken's fighting menu. <laughs> and you pick your chicken and you fight the wow. chickens and unlock chickens wow. and you find chickens through the world wow. and you bring them back to you know, so like it's a whole That's thing insane. for this. Like it's just That's the chickens. Wow. It's odd. <laughs> there is so much personality and so much to do in this game. It, it, it was it, it stuck with me throughout the like the, the the lines from from the from the characters, the lines from the actors, the the world, everything there was just just felt authentic. And when I was playing the game, I felt like I was part of the liberal. My, my wife's like, "Why are you walking around yelling 'Viva la Libertad' all the time?" And I'm like, 
<laughs> she's like, what is wrong with you? Yada to yada. I'm sitting there because they, they, they threw a, they threw a big concert to like, with like, you know, this, 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 uh, well-known rapper of, of Yara, this fictitious plane, okay. you know, fictitious, fictitious island. Right. Who's going to help? Brian, you need to watch this movie. Yes. Okay. Because it's giving me the vibes. Okay. You need to see the unbearable weight of massive talent with Nicolas Cage. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, I've seen it. So, oh yes. So yes. That is I've seen it. Me those oh, I've seen it. I loved it. Right yes. There. Where it is, it, I will say that there is. So yes, when the when the game decides to get serious, it's serious. But quite often, like between between the serious bouts, yeah. it's that. It literally is that that movie. It is it is off when you do this quest to for this 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 particular guy. Uh, I forget what his name is, but he you need his help because he's really good at building stuff. But he he has this obsession with mm. Rambo First Blood, and he has made this particular general this particular general like either outbidding for the the the, the actual oh. bow from the movie. So. He tells you to break into this like military installment and oh, get the no. bow. So you do this, and while you're there, you are quoting Rambo. Like you're quoting Rambo because hordes and hordes of people are coming after you, left and right. And you have to get the bow. You have to basically. I think he tells you like you need to get a thousand. You need to get one hundred thousand kills by Rambo, like Rambo did. So you're there, and I mean helicopters are coming. Hordes and hordes of people are coming. And you're shooting him and killing him, and he's contacting you on the headset. And you're like, you're like, yeah, I'm at like, and you're, you know, at first you're like, yeah, I'm at thirty, I'm at forty, and every so often you're like, you, you quote some Rambo quote, and then he calls you back, and you're like, yeah, I'm at like six hundred thousand. <laughs> like you, at some point you start, you start, you start just lying and just exaggerating. He's like, yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm at, I'm at seven hundred thousand. They just keep coming. It's like yeah. So once I get seven hundred thousand, I'll grab the bow. We can and I'll leave here, the, and then you can help me out. And, it, and I'm just cracking up while I'm trying to k- kill oh, hordes and hordes of these people. So, it's on. It's sounds, on my that, list. We've we've yes, actually got that to is, sounds, and do, do a co-op. So. That sounds amazing. Okay. That is that is That's my number right. two. <laughs> Far Cry Six. Uh, Chance number two for you. <clears throat> my number two is Elden Ring. We've gone okay. full circle, folks. We've gone full circle. It's up to three players as co-op. I almost okay. exclusively got to play it as co-op in the 134 hours I put into the game. I probably Conversely, played. I did not because we had internet issues. So it was only one of us could at a time. So I really... Is it better, you think, at... In co-op than it is I don't know if that's player. a big deal, but I played as a only intelligence magic, and that was really fun and honestly trash easy compared to what I saw other people having to do. Okay. Because a lot of boss fights for me were <laughs> pew, 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 roll, pew, pew, it died. Pew, pew. And if you're a big fan of the game or you like DBZ, eventually there's a spell called the Kamehameha Wave. It has a different name. But it is a Kamehameha wave. You just charge up, and you blast this beam, and bosses die. They they don't live, because you have that silly flask that you can be like, I have ten seconds of no mana consumption. 
Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. So you don't use That's this cool. silly flask for <laughs> balanced and need strategies that make sense. You're like, this flask means boss is dead. Like, drink the flask with one hand, have the Kamehameha wave going off in the other hand. By the time I'm done drinking, this boss oh. is dead. You know, there's a lot to it. I enjoyed the visuals and exploring around and Nice. I would say I'm a little disappointed. The only like mar for me personally with the game was I died as I killed the final boss, so I didn't get the half a million souls from it. But I got the clear and I got his soul oh. at least, like his big like boss item. So I was like, ah, I just accept that. And you know, I enjoyed the time I put in. It definitely hit that. I think I spent seventy five or something on the game and got plenty of time out of it. And yeah, I did hit a nice time that I didn't feel like there's anything else that really was pulling on me. But, I'll be honest, I am a filthy casual when it comes to games. And a good way to make me play a Souls game is, Hey, do you want to prance around in the fields with friends instead of being dark and sad alone? Yes, this is what it would take for me to enjoy this. Right. It actually, us trying to figure out the co-op, because of the NAT types of our internet... Mm. that's where we figured out we were only getting 30 down at the house. That was our oh. internet plan. 30. Wow. We also figured out they've apparently been paying oh, for HBO no. the whole time. Oh, wow. They didn't know it? Yeah, they didn't know, they didn't know it? Or did it not show up? Like, so so huh. what we did is we got a new plan... Now that's why we're at 200. If you notice, we don't skip near as much as we used to. Yeah. In the yeah. beginning. Because we actually have 200 down. And yeah, it's like whatever up. I don't remember. But yeah, the internet is significantly improved because of the co-op issues with Elden Ring. So while Chance could play with his friends, only he could. Because whoever hopped on first had a better NAT type, and I had the NAT type on my PlayStation that said, you're not allowed to connect to people. Your oh, internet yeah. is too bad. <laughs> so, well, there was one time. I agree. Or something like that. So I would be at two, and he would be at one. One can only play with people at three. Because it's too That's unstable. So... so basically, I could play at two, and my friends probably had two. But if we both completely disconnected or unpowered or something like that, and Chan jumped on first, he could be two, and I'd be knocked to mm -hmm. one. Wow. So yeah, we lost, you know, maybe four hours of gameplay of my 130-something might have been idling to try to figure out figure connectivity out. stuff. Wow. Yeah. And we ended up just upgrading the internet, and that was the solution. And then we didn't play together. Mm. Well, I mean, we both uh, were done. you were done, and I was done. Now, you've not played the game. There is a boss who will always be known as Rot Bitch. <laughs> mm -hmm. There, there is a millennia a, a disease in the game called Scarlet Rot. Okay. Um, I don't really remember what it does, but it's bad. It kills you. And there's yeah. basically a boss that is this woman who's pretty much naked, but like her body is riddled with Scarlet Rot. Uh. And she attaches, like, at least one artificial limb, an artificial arm, and is a 
somewhat difficult she's fight, a, I think, before like the... She's also optional. She's considered one of the hardest bosses. She is definitely optional. Like, it is... I don't know how to put it. Before the lexicon of uh, her stamina's trash, and you can just poise block her and kill her. Like, she was really difficult before the internet was just very aware of what to do. And it's kind of funny because in the second stage of her fight, she does this dive bomb move at you, and if you're not, like, a tanky build, you will get one shot. And you have wow. to... It's not like... Um, be prepared, do this thing. It is immediately roll right at the start of stage two. If you're a... You know, somewhat not super tanky person, if you do not start stage two by rolling right, you will die. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like getting over that hump, it became bearable. And you always, like this game, you have a summon that's pretty reliable. And it can be a couple different things. I ended up using, there's a Rot Knight. But yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. I put, put plenty of time into it. There's a lot of things I could have got more out of by doing, like, Game Plus. But the people I was playing with, one of them was particularly perturbed at me about completely ignoring the concept of the soft cap stuff in the Souls games. I did not care. I don't care if you think I should only be level 140. I will have 99 intelligence. I will have all the health I think I need. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So, Elden Ring, number two. Uh, Jacob. Yeah. Number two for you. My number two game, uh, I have been whiffling back and forth between both of these games I'll say that but my number two game of 2022 came out in probably one of the worst states that a game has come out this gen when it came out and they dropped the next gen update I put my copy that I had bought forever ago I think for maybe five or ten bucks in my Xbox Series X updated it played it my wife played her five hour demo and was like if you don't buy this game if you don't buy this game digitally right now we're gonna have a problem because she i just had a physical version (laughs) i like a steelbook collector so edition so i ended up buying it digital and me and my wife both simultaneously just played this game and that game is Cyberpunk 2077. I had so much fun in Night City. I did everything. I literally did it. If I was on PlayStation, I'm pretty sure I would have gotten the Platinum. I did everything. Every mission, every side quest, everything. I literally left no stone unturned in Night City. Like I had so much absolute fun with the game and I still to this day contemplate running the game with uh, <laughs> just going back and just doing a completely different build for my V like it was yeah. it's just one of those games where you just can play it your way and it really means you can play it your way. All It's not perfect by any means like and they definitely 
overpromised and underdelivered, which is why I'm keeping oh, yeah. it at two and not number one. But that said, the game where it is, if you come in with no expectations, the game for what it is, is genuinely some of the most fun that I've had in a game this year. I love I love cyberpunk worlds. First of all, I love games that offer me stealth options. Second of all, I love games that incorporate technology and hacking and all this other stuff. And by the end of the game, my character was basically going through. I could go through hack the camera system and shut down every enemy and then just waltz into a place and then just like get what I need and just walk out without even having to fire a single shot. Now, Mm -hmm. did I walk in with a katana slicing everybody up for the heck of it sometimes? You darn straight. I sure did. It depended on what mood I was in. But, like, overall, mm. Cyberpunk 2077 did something um, that very few games can do. And I think that that's rebound from a terrible launch. And you can really tell that, you know, like from no the No Man's Sky. Yeah. Which had yeah. the same problem. Overpromise, underdelivered. Yeah. And you, but you can really tell that the devs put in work into mm. the world, into the world building and things like that. Um, even so much so that I actually jumped in on the Kickstarter for the board game that blends elements from, uh, blood rage and Ankh and things like that into like the area control style game. So that's how much I love cyberpunk 2077. So that is my number two game of the year. Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. It is on my list to play, so I did pick it up on sale. This is. I will say that I, I am intrigued. With, yeah. with I will say I again, though, play it for what it is. Don't worry about like what they what said it was going to be, because <laughs> yeah. you're not going to get. To... <laughs> yeah, I've already, I've already, yeah, I, I, I had, I had to drop that one already because I was like, yeah, my expectations were everything, and then. Seeing how this came out, it is not from from all the reviews and all the talks. It's not everything, but yeah. there is a game. My there. interest in Cyberpunk, with them promising everything, was still zero. So I was not burned by this game. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad they pulled it around though, because CD Projekt Red—they're a good company. Very. I want them to do well. So I was pulling for this game, even though I will never play it. Ever. <laughs> Let's buy it for him, Jacob. <laughs> you saw what I did to Deathloop. Don't do that to Cyberpunk. <laughs> I'll make. I'll put it on a shrine of shame. I think. I think. I think we can get you with this one, like we got you with Mass Effect. Speaking I do. Of, no, I, I don't think so. Oh, you know. But, you but, know. But yes, I do. I don't yes, I think do. so. At I think all. we can get because technically. The people I know you like. I know you like fighting people, but they're so hates. like cybernetically enhanced. They're basically monsters for all no. intents and purposes. So no. that checks a box there, no. and yeah. it doesn't. This is my opinion. I get a, I get a well, say. You, you, you have to, you have to negative check two boxes because he. Hates I have, but it's got Keanu Reeves plus check three boxes. It's plus three points. Okay. Mm. Yeah. 
and there's probably a Danny Trejo reference somewhere. Probably right. That's, right. You just did not cover it yet. Okay, Check another box. That <laughs> style of game. Uncheck ten boxes. That is my least favorite style of game. Well, there's like ninety boxes, so you're yeah. still at an eighty percent, buddy. Yeah. So, anyway, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Jacob's number two. My number two, which was just said, uh, my number two is the Mass Effect trilogy because I played this two generations late. Mm, mm. Oh. I hate you, Cham. Why? I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Why? I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Because he's been telling me to play these for years. Because oh. Jake, for the record, yes, it took him forever to do it. Yeah, we for, know like, this. He's like, no. I do. I I do not like. And I've got two back to back on my list. Starship Troopers is sci is sci fi. Yeah. Yes, that's sci fi. I, I I hate you, Cham, but yes, you're right. This if you played this game in a year, it is the game. It is one. Of oh, the it was on Sasha's list like, too. Like Sasha had it up year. there too because this game, like I, so the, when I tried to play it both times, now I do respect Brian's opinion on games, except for Deathloop. So, um, I mean, he got me into Fire Emblem, right? Like, like he, he got, so he's been talking about this game series. So I have wanted to give it a chance for years. So I ended up did, I did buy and got rid of subsequently Mass Effect 2 twice. Um, now the problem was, and I know now starting with Mass Effect 2. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, it's a hard. It's a hard because a hard I had one. no context. I didn't care. It was like when I tried to start up Xenoblade Chronicles two, like it was just like this is just some anime bullshit that I want no part of, <laughs> and just turned it off. Like, like that's exact. I didn't say that at Mass Effect because it's not anime bullshit, but um, I was just like, I don't care. I don't care who Shepard is. I don't. <laughs> and anime. I don't I don't care if Seth Green is a pilot. I just I just want to play and figure it out and it ended up being so meh. But the Mass Effect trilogy fixed a lot of things that was all you know kind of wonky about the earlier games as well. They all made it Mass Effect 3's combat style, I I assume. As what what it was said. So they fixed a lot of issues with the earlier games and I ended up quite enjoying it. I was a little annoyed with mass effect one because I got my game into a state where I couldn't complete a side quest. Oh, um, so it was, it was stuck on it forever. That was a little annoying, but, um, I put a lot of time into one, two and three. I would say two's the longest one. And I'd say two's the best one, even though it's the one I put down twice. I mean, Mass Effect 2 stands out as the best. And the reason why I say the trilogy is because you have to experience all three at least once. Mm -hmm. Like, they are a contiguous story. It would be like if I was to say, I'm going to say The Empire Strikes Back, and that's the only one I'm going to watch. Like, like you can't watch the Star Wars tr original trilogy as just one of the three. Like, you have to have all three to get the full original trilogy experience of Star Wars. There is nothing 
Like, even if you, like, you can't just watch A New Hope and say, like, eh, Star Wars was kind of cool. Like, eh, whatever. Like, like, you need to see the other two. So, Mass Effect Trilogy was awesome. So, I, from the get-go, I, I was like, I know that there are relationships in this game and that you can woo somebody. I, from the get-go, wanted to have a relationship with Tally Zora. Like, she's not... It was... I I don't know what it was, but it just... The ma- nomadic whatever... Quarians, yeah. Quarians, huh? Um, so, like, you can't do that in Mass Effect 1. She's not an, a viable option. So... It was either as as Sasha calls her the MAGA princess or the um what's her name? The alien. I don't know. She eventually becomes the black market. Um oh, I can't remember her name. Anyways, so I chose Yeah, the Asari girl. The Asari? Uh, that's Liara. Liara was my choice Liara? in the first one. It actually built a strong yeah. working relationship for her in the next subsequent games. Mm-hmm. And Tally Zora was the relationship yep. I did in other ones. I played Male Shep. I just played the default Male Shep. I also played an Infiltrator the whole time and only ever used a sniper rifle in all three games. Never switched out weapons. Headshots galore. Nice. Killed everything from a distance. Did a lot of hacking, like all sorts of stuff. It was a lot of fun. Um, it renewed uh, an interest for me in Dragon Age. Uh, it renewed. It didn't. Mm, mm, That's mm. another solid now, series. I man. can't See, play they, Dragon Age if you, if it, until they remaster it because I have <coughs> Dragon Age Origins on my PC. It crashes the moment I get to a certain spot, and I, there's nothing I can do about it. I've I've reinstalled and new saves, everything. Once I get past basically a certain spot, game crashes, done. Like, I can't do anything. So, I'm waiting for a remaster for Dragon Age, but I missed out on this series. Okay. I love many of the characters. Um, when I got the favorite, favorite character, probably Garrus. Yeah. Grunt right here, buddy. Garrus and Talizora yeah, were Rex. in every going going party. Like every single one. And so that means I was tech okay. heavy because I was also tech, but I didn't care. Like biotics, <laughs> no, I don't need those. Yeah. Bi- biotics can't withstand a sniper rifle to the forehead. So. <laughs> I mean, just shoot a few shots. One to get away the shield, one to to kill you. Like, that's all it takes. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. uh, I replayed two's ending again so that everyone survived. Uh, And then I replayed three to have the canonical good ending. Um, Because, yeah, I just did whatever. the the doctor is the one who died at the end of two the first time I tried and it was the only one that died. Oh dang! Is, uh... 
I might have, I might have just let that happen if I were you, if I if I was in your shoes. I'm like, yeah, uh, he's very trash. he's very important <laughs> to the program. I would not have done that. Sasha was like, you, you, he is like the worst one to die, and I was yeah. like, oh okay, well, uh, I really liked uh, I I liked uh, what was his name? He was the assassin. It was a bug guy. Uh yeah, I know you're talking mm-hmm. about that with, with like the double eyelids. Really cool. Yeah, he he looked cool. I didn't, he was, I, I didn't use him a lot, but he. Yeah, I loved really cool. his story arc where he was just this assassin who was just trying to reconnect with his estranged son. Um, um, the there yeah, was so yeah. many good characters and good. Like I poured a lot of hours it into it, and I th- I think I played this. I think right yeah. after I put down Sunbreak. So, uh, I maybe had a game or two in there that I finished, but uh, I think I, like I think I clocked ninety something hours, uh, and it was less than a month that I did this game. So, yeah, Mass Effect trilogy is my number two. So, all right, number one, nice, Brian, your last game tonight. <sighs> Actually, the funny thing, number one was it was it was a really hard choice for me um, because as you heard, my number two yeah. was Far Cry Six. Um, number one and number two, like, I guess the tiebreaker for them was that like number one, I put this is the game I played the most yeah. last year. I mean, it, by far, it was um, it is it is the best game in its genre I've, I've played. Period. Period. Um, and it is Xenoblade Chronicles. I knew it was happening. Three. Yeah, yeah. No, this was very predictable. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this <laughs> predictable. <laughs> but but um, I, I mean, I'm I, I enjoy the series, but I did not know I was going to enjoy. Like, I've In never put regard. any of those games on a pedestal. I've always enjoyed their battle system. The battle system I thought I mean, was, you, was one of was one of the better ones. You did love, but this game uh, was the one on the Wii U. X, yeah, X, because it, because it, the battle system mm-hmm. plus the, them using mm-hmm. uh, mechs and that whole mech system is be, it, being involved. So that was it. That was a huge draw for me for for X. But I've never said like oh, this is my they are my they're one of my favorite series, but. This particular game, like it is the best JRPG I've, I, I mean, an RPG I, I've played, and the big reason it's the story. The story is decent. I mean, the story is decent, but the big reason is, um, one, there's so much content here. I mean, I think to to beat the game, you're looking yeah. at a hundred plus hours to beat the game. Just that's not that's not any side stuff. Just just to play the story, um, and what really drives this story is. The, the characters. That's where like the, it really shines. It's like very similar to kind of like Mass Effect. There's a lot of characters. Um, you, you have your core your core set of characters, and then you have these heroes that you also pick up too. The heroes they join your party, but they're not like you don't actually manage them. What they typically what they give you is they essentially help you unlock other. Each hero mm-hmm. has, has a new class that you don't have, and while fighting with that hero, you'll unlock more classes for your other characters, and you can switch their classes whenever you want to. Um, pull skills from multiple classes that you've mastered, which goes into this whole crazy 
you know, just skills management thing that you got going on where you can play and mix and match, you know, every yeah. class you've ever you've ever unlocked kind of into your character being like you, you'll always have a primary class, whatever you're set to, then all the secondary skills are available to you. And so it gives you a lot of different different ways to play and mm. you can play as any of the lead characters. So along with the party that's so because you always have three of three characters available out out fighting with you as well as one hero. So you end up having four characters on the field. Um, you controlling one. But just a lot of very now, very question, in that question whole skill for you. system. Would you suggest the, if you wanted to get into three, would you suggest playing one and two first, or would you suggest playing just three? So Xenoblade is kind of typically kind of like the uh, like far like Far Far Cry or yeah. Final Fantasy. They don't always they don't always connect. There are you do see some kind of returning characters. Um, I don't want to spoil the story for anybody, but there, but you don't you know, like this. There is no story element mm-hmm. that 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 um, that is used from these returning characters. <laughs> I'm not even sure how sure. they're here. <laughs> if that makes sense to you, like like they're here. And there's some there's some story around how them how how some of them are here, and you see them, but um, honestly, no, like there there is no like oh this this game leads into the other game, it, the impact of them being there is like oh cool like this person like they, they they brought back this character, they're a part of the story. You don't play them, you don't you know they're 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 there, but um, no, you don't need to play the previous games. Honestly, like you, there's no pretext. It is its own. Standal, it's its own story where you know, you're a, you're a character who's in this world where you only have everybody only lives ten years. You're constantly at war. You're constantly fighting. Um, you, you you come to maturity and you're fighting other kind of towns or colonies for the for the resource of time. Like actual like with your 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 colony uses that time that life each other's life forces to actually power their equipment to maintain their own life force. And everything like that up until you know up until they hit age ten, which everybody expires about <coughs> at age ten. Um, and it's this dark story, and this this kind of your your, your so, group of people kind of unraveling like, hey, look, this you know what's going on? Why are we always at war? Who's pulling the strings? And you're forcibly like uh, that's forcibly mm, that's forced kind of forced okay. onto you having to unravel that. And then I guess, but the big thing is like everything seems to be like uh, part of the part of the story. Like all the side quests, they've you know all the side quests, especially the ones involving the the main characters. Like similar to the the quest that you go on Mass Effect to like earn someone's trust or whatnot. They have a lot yeah. of those kind of that same kind of feel to some of the quests. Where as you as you as you go along, like you'll do these quests, and then you do them or not. The main if you don't do them. Um, doesn't affect you know doesn't really doesn't really change any well it does change some things but they do they when you do them they actually will also tie into the main story in some way shape or form and m- most of the time like they'll tr- cause some additional events to happen that that you wouldn't w- w- wouldn't have happened or you get even right. more context around some events that are going on or they blend into and you're you're kind of confused you know, the first time it happened I was kind of confused I was like was this a story quest. And I realized, no, it's not a story quest, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if you did it, you, you got more story with it. Not only about that character, but a, kind of a new point of view on what's going on in the events in that world. 
And I mean, for the game, uh, for that game, I put in about wow. 260 yeah, hours, um, which is, and I did not do everything, nor did I get the DLC. And, that, and I, I the D, and the game, if you look at like how to how long to beat or something like that, the, they say completion is, yeah. is roughly 300, 350 hours. I and, mean, I uh, and that's I will the, say my DLC. longest played game. So I mean. Uh, for the year was Sunbreak, and I put, I believe it's 600 hours into it. So, yeah. Whew. I could see that happening with Xenoblade. So, yeah, I mean, that's... And then I would say the other the other big thing is that, like, you, you brought up the the, 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 the uh, X, Xenoblade X with the, uh, with the with the mechs. They didn't bring mechs back this time around, but what they did bring was... Um, they, they call it Ouroboros, mm-hmm. where your characters yeah. transform into another form. Um, they, they'd actually like combine, and it felt similar to the mix because that other form actually had its own set of skill tree, two skill trees technically, one for each character, because depending on who's in control, um, it was kind, kind of like oh, that Vegeta, yeah, yeah, yeah. depending Go-Geta on who's the dominant personality. Um, and then I'd say the combat, the combat in my 200 some hours, it was never still. I never ran from, cause that's, that's a huge tell for me. Like an RPG, like if, if I'm not willing to fight every rabbit that runs in front of me or every pack rat, like the combat never got stale. It, it was very involved, very, like very involved, like you canceling attacks um, canceling attacks into other attacks led to you know these really cool this really cool like engine of comp you know getting off combos of attacks by canceling them blending attacks together to charge up this meter that then got you um, that got you able to, to transform to Urbur's form or you, you, you take that form and you can actually combo into another person's Urbur's so there was this like this the combat even had its own like crazy game you know engine over and over again that you like in the middle of the combat you were constantly engaged constantly had something you were trying to get to 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 to, um, to continue to progress this fight You're like all right cool I'm, I'm fighting i'm fighting i'm canceling and now yes i've got enough to get to the, you know, to, to maybe transform or sort of leverage this ability but then and you and then oh this thing has this other you know this other this other meter we can fill up to or other thing we can we can kind of chain into this and so the combat was very, very active, and it was one. Of, that's that's one of the big things that really made this game like shine more than anything else is the combat. Um, so yeah, okay. that's nice. my number one. All right, chance number one, uh, Arceus. Okay. Wow. So he didn't say it yet. <laughs> I need a new podcast. Why? I need, a, I need a new podcast group. <laughs> you got your wife? <laughs> I have never been such a contrarian on something. And y'all have like all put it on the list somewhere. I think all of all of you guys was in top five. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 Four for oh, me. Well, well. Yeah. I thought it was four for me. Is yeah. it four? No, no, sorry, no, five, yeah, five for me, five for me, four with C. That's a. Uh... All right, Chance. Why, why'd you like it, man? It was a Pokemon game. 
I don't normally wow. play with a game with the volume loud enough to hear certain things. So all this complaints about the town music being droll, like I honestly didn't hear it. I didn't play with the game. I didn't play with the game loud enough to really notice it. It was really bad. Crafting the balls. I enjoyed really getting to be like, I don't need to care anymore. Everything can be the balls that are meant to catch the flying Pokemon that go exactly straight. I do not have to worry about fall anymore. I liked having subquests and the boss fights. I thought were hilarious. Like running around throwing a pack of herbs at it, and you kind of fight it a little bit, but not really. (laughs) It's nice that it added some unique Pokemon in. We got. I think it might have just I, I been did... the the parallel evolutions, the like cleaver and stuff like that. I don't know if there was other new ones. Yeah, uh, I will say cleaver's now one of my favorite. Yeah, cleaver Pokemon, was cool, and I forgot about that when I talked about it. I really enjoyed the exploring. Cleaver's now I will say it's funny to me sucks. that it is an absolute pain in the butt to get Spiritomb. Like it is mm. a lot of work to get that. And then Scarlet and Violet, yeah. he can just be hanging out in the mountains. Like yeah. that that stark <laughs> difference, I thought was pretty funny. Oh yeah. yeah. But yeah. you know, the the one possible mar for it was, it is a chance. Like it is check, catching things is a chance. I caught an Alpha Garchomp that was level eighty five when it was twenty or so more levels above everything I had. Because I just waited long enough for it to turn around, hit it in the back, and the back attack was good enough. Like, I do, I think, share some of Cham's opinion of, I don't necessarily need this to be the mainline Pokemon kind of game. Like, I'm definitely down for Pokemon Legends Celebi or something as another title like this, where it's exploring and... You have these subquests and stuff, and you're not really bound to that. Let's go fight gyms and stuff. You know, there's there's good and bad to all of that, and it's just really enjoyable. Did not spend as much time shiny hunting. I think maybe I had two or three. They're kind of guaranteed. A, I think it's a it's either a ponytail or a rapidash. I don't remember which. And I rapidash, had a Gligar. Yeah. And maybe one other shiny, just kind of randomly. I had five or six shinies. Uh... Yeah. I, two, three. I do miss getting hit by Pokemon though. Like my character. I don't know. It just felt so right, like, oh your team is your team is down. Punch you up. <laughs> uh, now yeah, the Pokemon's I mean, gonna beat you. Now I probably get back <laughs> I probably should have progressed the story a little bit before I did every single objective for I think it was Starly. The the little bird that you can see. So, mm-hmm. you have to do enough objectives to get to level oh. 10. Yeah, I completed the page uh-huh. for Starly. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I also missed that. I like that. I mean, even in cool. normal games moving forward, I would like to have those like research objectives. That was something I really enjoyed. Yeah, it was really as cool. Giving me, give me a reason to catch more than one Caterpie, like. And that be yeah, that being the thing that gives you a lot more information about it. Too, that was, that was so good, so good. 
Yep, it deserves to be on everybody's yeah. top five list. I enjoyed it a lot. We talked about it a lot on the show. So this podcast. Check out that episode, but I guess I'm coming across as way more of a Pokemon fanatic than I thought I was. Yeah, I mean. So my number one game is a game that we played at the beginning of the year. And that's Poke... No, 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 not at all. <laughs> yes, I knew it! No, yeah, um, okay, so this is for some of the patient gamers out there. This game dropped in 2019. Uh, I found it on Game Pass. And sadly, I found it right when it was leaving Game Pass. It's on my list for the like Ultra Edition um, that basically... like. Uh, what's it called? It fixes a lot of performance issues and stuff like that for Xbox Series X. Um, but that said, the story, the gameplay, the atmosphere, and that game, people, is Control. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Control. Um, seems so weird. Listen, it's basically, here's 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 the deal. Control is a game about a girl that goes to a job interview gone wrong and she ends up with super duper powers. Um, Also, she's trying to track down her brother. So that's really what's happening. She's really trying to track down her brother Um, and uh, a lone scientist on the verge of crazy. They basically take almost every piece of American folklore and they like they're basically imagine like X files, the setting of like X files, supernatural paranormal, but they're like, all of it is like infused into like objects. And there's like another reality you can go to. Forgive me. I'm, it's been literally like a year since I played this game. It was one of the first games I beat um, last year. Um, and the whole time though, you're trying to figure out like exactly what's going on. I think the director killed himself um, there's like these other reality beings that have basically yep. taken over this complex that houses the government's, um, the U S government's, uh, branch that handles the supernatural. Yeah. This, this game is crazy. Yeah. Like, I watched a review on it and I was like, what are they? It's so good. So like <laughs> the, uh, the direction it, it's basically, it's almost like a, it's like a modern it day Metroidvania almost, but the entire building, they call it the old house. It's a shifting building. So it basically leads to like some inception esque visuals and then it still gives the developers like so much room to add like so weird quirks to the whole place. Cabin in the woods. No. I wouldn't say futuristic. Because the the house feels like the they call it the old house. But it's it's a government bill. Like it feels like a like a I don't know if you're familiar with like liminal spaces. The whole building yeah, feels am. like a liminal space from like the early '90s. That's never lit enough. Like every room needs like just a little more light. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah. The, but the building is like I first yeah, try to increase like, the brightness. It's like, oh, the building I'm is like somehow alive too. And then there's like this janitor that like takes care of the building, but you're pretty sure he's like the spirit of the building or like the soul of the building. Cause you talk to him and he'll like help you like when you're lost sometimes, like he'll just like show up and do certain things that are really weird. 
Um, this is spoilers for a three-year-old that I'm game, to kill but me. finding out that Jesse's not there for an interview and is actually there uh, for her brother is a big shock. Um, and then you actually find out that she was the seventh candidate for this special governmental program. And somehow she gets chosen to be the director. And literally people are addressing her as the new director. Like, okay, director, what are we doing? Um, and so like the gun that you have has like, you get this gun that you have that you get to upgrade and get different powers, but she herself gets different powers like telekinesis, um, yeah. you know, dashes. I can't remember all of the powers. Um, uh, let me see. Oh, I forgot about the take control song that you get through the ashtray maze, which is also, oh yeah. Cause you're getting the, the I forget that the, all the items are called objects of power. That's what it is. So everything that you get these abilities from are imbued from objects of power. And basically the director is really the only one that is authorized to use these objects of power by the government. Um, so you're basically okay. like trying to get the object of power and basically get control of whatever it is that's causing uh, these problems. Um, but yeah, so like there's this whole like ashtray maze and it's like this. You listen to basically this take control song as you go through. It was from start to finish. It was really good. And I it's literally on my wish list. I've just been waiting for it to drop on sale and for me to have time to go back and play it because I beat it and I was like, oh my God, there's still so much that I have to do and more mysteries to uncover and more things. Oh, and then they have DLC. I didn't even care about the DLC. I just wanted to play more of the actual like game in the post game mm. to just do more. Like just talking about it now, I'm looking forward to playing this this year because I had no time in 2022. Um, but yeah, so control is a phenomenal, phenomenal experience. One of the best games that I have ever played in my entire life. Period. Like, I'm okay. like, I would honestly put it in the top 10 games from 2020 to 2019. That's how good that game is and that's not even without even thinking about everything else that came out between 2010 and 2019 I wow. I know that it would be in the top 10 if you don't shut up Brian I will come over there <laughs> control is control is that good control is absolutely 100% that good okay I started the game a year year and a half ago but I haven't have about halfway mm. through. I have not have I had to put it down in lieu of uh, time and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, I liked what I played. I liked a lot of what I played. I got about halfway through the game and I was like, yeah. "This is all right." It was good. Control. It was really good. I I've seen it a lot of times. I just never taken the time. I, I think that's one of those that you might actually like. You know, you're not fighting humans. You're literally fighting beings from another dimension. <laughs> So, you know, I don't know what it is. I'm okay with, with fighting humans all the time. It's just, I, I just, I can't, I don't know. I don't, I can't explain why I don't like Death Loop. I really can't. <laughs> it's just, it makes I, just feel funny. I can't, I don't know. All right. So my number one, um, 
this is you know I talked about like uh, and last last time we recorded and out of you know the 120 plus games that I played this year right I had a lot of games to move around a lot of games to consider um I probably I probably didn't beat half of them cuz you know a lot of the games I play are also just multiplayer games with the kids and stuff but um I beat a majority of the games that I set out to beat last year. I don't know how many that is, but it's a lot. I have never in the history of gaming beat a game and then immediately said, let's do it again. Wow. And beat a game again. Wow. Immediately. I didn't even take like an hour break. I got the ending. I booted up another another playthrough and started again. And you know how long my first playthrough took? Eighty hours. Is is eighty hours is is where I was at. Man. In my opinion, this game does so many things better than many other games in a genre. And it's just, it's just, I can't, I can't describe how floored I was with both the story, the mechanics, and the characters in this game that I, I love it. I, I, and it continues to happen from, I believe it's Square Enix. I, I don't know. Um, I think it is. Yeah. You. They're at least a publisher. Are you about to say what I think you're about to say? What do you think I'm going to say? I know Brian knows what I'm going to say. Project Triangle Strategy? Yes. What? Triangle Strategy. I know what he's Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me me get this straight. Let me get this straight. There's a Fire Emblem-esque game. From Square Enix, the, the tactics game from the people who made Final okay, Fantasy Tactics. Hold on, let's let's back up. I know you think I don't like tactics games. I like tactics games. I just didn't know about Fire Emblem. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, 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 hold on, hold on. I just want to get this straight. Our because re- Brian, I would consider him the resident tactics player. Like if there's a tactics game, Brian's going to play it. Sure. And he hates it. It was on his dishonorable mentions. <laughs> and it was Cham's number one game. Let me just make sure I got that right. Yes. It does one of my biggest pet peeves. Okay. That's the problem. That, that is what like, is the, I play those games. What is the cast of this show right now? People to play with Y'all like Pokemon Arceus? I hated it. Okay, so let me let me let me address what Brian said. Okay? okay, so yes, you cannot fully upgrade every character in your first playthrough. It is designed that way. It is actually designed for multiple playthroughs. Um, it is, I in my, in my opinion, I feel like that's a long game for you to do that. However, like I said. It is the only game in the history of me playing video games that I beat and immediately started up again. Like, I have been playing games since I was two, and I have never done that. 
So 33 years of me playing video games and me beating a game, this is the reaction afterwards. Watch credits. What's next? Like, or yeah. take a break or whatever. This game was like, oh, hell no. I am getting the good ending. Like, I am getting the best ending. Yeah. So I'm going to get into spoilers. I don't care. It needs, I'm going to give you a spoiler warning. Because I'm a, it warrants. But I'm on the show. I can't get I can't get out of this. <laughs> I don't dare. No, you can't. You're, First of all, you're going Brian, to... your opinion is Dude, invalid. I want to hear from, from the person who liked it now. You you, you had your right. time. It's, so, it's Champ's time. <laughs> there... Okay. So, there is this like thing. It. <laughs> it has multiple storylines within the game, right? Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. are multiple decisions and paths for you to take. And they're all weighted against, they, they try to make it like liberty or order or like all these like fancy names for whatever path you're taking. Literally yeah. just you're choosing different choices in the story. That It doesn't matter what they're called. Um, no, you don't. Well, you don't actually you choose don't. them though. You- that's the thing, right? Like, like you like, got to convince your teammates to vote that way. Now you kind of do choose because if you do the legwork and get them to answer the right questions, you, you can sway their opinion. If it's possible, some people's opinions can't be swayed um, to choose. Like as long as the majority goes a certain way, you will do that path. Um, it is a story about a th- three kingdoms, essentially. Or three nations, I would say, maybe not kingdoms, um, that are in conflict. One of them controls most of the mining or that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The one controls essentially commerce. They have the rivers, they have the the travel, they have so they're like the trading mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And then and the other one controls salt, and salt is. Super needed for food because the food will go bad without the salt. Yep. Like, so it's just interesting interplay between these three kingdoms and the game starts off. No choice. You don't get to pick who your character is. You are playing the head of a supporting house in the trading kingdom. Okay. Think of like Game of Thrones, ruling houses, yada, yada. Right. The house... Uh, and this is true of all the nations, different houses rule, you know, support and different flags and whatnot, right? You are married into with another kingdom's house of Roselian and the Roselians. Oh, oh, we lost Jacob. Jacob, where are you going? Jacob, this is for you. Jacob. No. <laughs> Oh no, I can't hear you guys now. Oh, now I can. Yeah. I've been moving my mic out. You can hear me, right? Because okay, gotcha. honestly, every game that hasn't been on the show I haven't played, but you guys had, so I really never even say most the time. I mean, fair enough. Um, I'll wait till he gets back. But like, um, yeah, I can't really. I I I don't know what he did. I, there were all the stuff he had to walk away there. I I don't know. Anyways, I really enjoyed the game. I um I I will say Brian 
when I played it, it went straight to number one, and it stayed at number one. It's the only thing that hasn't moved on my list at all. Um, so I was getting back to it, Jacob. I don't know why you disappeared, but... Um, you marry into... Um, you marry this Roselian who's part of the mining kingdom. Um, oh, sorry to hear. Um, and it's this interesting, uh, arranged marriage, right? Mm -hmm. So you are balancing your loyalties to your house, balancing loyalties to your nation. You're also trying to improve the kingdom and fashion this peace this lasting peace between the three three nations. And then also you have duties to your wife and her ambitions. Wow. And it's really interesting because there are so many different aspects where your wife is a Roselian and she's very interested in the the history of her people and where she came from and mm. their freedom because Roselians are treated like garbage. Basically, the religion says, if you're Roselian, you made a sin and everyone hates you and we're going to do whatever we want to you because you're a Roselian. Like, it's straight. Wow. Yeah, it's really. Literal... They're called Roselian because they have rose-colored hair. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, it's straight-up racism. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, it's not a realistic racism, but it's racism. Um, it, it is, it tackles so many different issues and this is just all just the story standpoint. Right. And you get to, and I'm not, I'm going to try not to spoil you, Jacob, but essentially you make all these decisions and different things happen. And then you come to a point and all of the conflict, because war does break out, you're trying to manage your hat, your loyalties, like I said, to your nation, mm -hmm, to your mm -hmm. house, to world peace, to your wife, to other people in your party. Um, and they're all individual characters. It There's no, this isn't tactics where like I hired a goon and I named him this. Every single unit is an individual character with individual goals and responsibilities. Um mm. Now, there are people who are utmost loyal to you yeah. or other people. Um, like, uh, your wife has a a lady attendant that is loyal to her and to her alone, essentially. Um, but she becomes, you know, depending on how much you grow that relationship with your wife, she becomes also loyal to you, yada, yada. Um, the Basically, it all comes into a head. There are three decisions to make. Mm -hmm. And essentially is what is the, there's three members of your party and they, they wanted like, like they have a decision of how do we get out of this and end the war. And one of them is loyalty to your house. One of them is loyalty to your wife. And the other one is loyalty to your King. Mm. And it's a straight up decision. You have to pick one. And what it's going to have that happening is whichever one you pick, one of the other two now hates you and severs ties and you will no longer have that unit. Wow. And the other one is neutral and will go along with you, but is not happy about it. 
because oh. you didn't trust them. The reason why I did another playthrough is I learned that there's such thing called the golden path. And if you do certain things in a certain way, you essentially do all three at once. Huh. And everyone's happy. And I will say the best way to play this game and to experience the story is choose whichever path you want on the first playthrough, right? Play whatever difficulty you want. Um, however much you want to ch uh, like challenge yourself. And then when you get to that point, choose whichever one you feel is right. Mm. Beat the game, have the consequences and experience that story. Play a second playthrough, put it on. And in my experience, I did it on easy. You can just, if you want a challenge, you can do a, a harder difficulty. But I was, I did it on easy on the second playthrough. Um, just to power through it quicker. Um, and I skipped all of the repeat cutscenes, but anything that was new, uh, I did not skip. Mm. Um, so I ended up beating it in 12 hours the second time, essentially. Because wow. um, I sped through everything. It was on easy mode, yada, yada. I did the golden path. And in the process of doing so, you could unlock characters, right? And some characters are unlocked through paths. Some characters are unlocked through virtues, which are basically like these hidden stats based on your decisions. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we talked about the, the liberty and stuff like that. Like those paths are build up those stats, essentially. Mm -hmm. And you can cap, it, cap them all out at some point. But essentially within my two playthroughs, I not only got the golden path, uh, I unlocked every character and I upgraded all the characters that I wanted to upgrade now there's something that it did at the end of the game that surprised me because in the golden path which i didn't expect because brian i'm unlike you i don't like to level up every character right i i level up the ones i enjoy yada yada so at the end of the game the final battle when you do the all three paths you make three armies, you use all of your units and you have to use everybody. And I was not prepared for that. So I had to split up my parties into three separate groups that half of the party was appropriate leveled. And the other half were like 10 and 15, like, and it made for a much more challenging battle, even on easy mode, but I did it. I got through. Um, there's, there's not stuff like permadeath or anything. If you lose a unit or, you know, stuff like that, you'll, you'll always get to keep them. But the, just the way that the story was so good. Um, I like the mechanics of the, the game itself. Like it's very much a tactics game. You know, it does do some cool things, but it's not, mm -hmm. you know, overly complex. It's, uh, the, one of the coolest things that I thought is that not only story-wise and, and model-wise is every character a unique unit, but every single character is also their unique unit in a battle. So, so-and-so character is this unit. They do these things. Mm -hmm. So, you do have generic types like archers, but you have three different kinds of archers. You have the old longbow guy who can shoot basically anywhere on the map, you have the roguish crossbow guy that shoots traps and shoots pretty much straight lines. 
And then you have an, uh, one that rides on an eagle and is very mobile and does a lot of like um, status effects. Okay, okay. And it's not true for every type of weapon that way, but like there's a every character is their own unit and 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 stuff to level up and there are abilities that are shared between some of the classes but essentially they are their own person and unit and i thought that was very unique and uh enlightening uh the choices are not easy some of the things that you gotta do are very difficult i will say there's a i i'm going i am going to spoil this uh because it's very early in the game mm-hmm. but there's a point in which you have to protect your hometown right yeah and you can discover a secret weapon in your hometown now the problem is if you use this secret weapon you are going to win if you use it at the right time in the right way you will win and the battle you're up against is overwhelmingly in the enemy's favor Mm. they're literally sending like legions of people after your six people. Like it is not fair, right? Yeah. You will win because you will set your own city on fire and trap them in it. And they die the Mm. whole army. Mm. The golden path requires you to not do that. Ooh. So the golden path requires you Figure out how to beat this battle without the secret weapon, but you also have to know about the secret weapon. You have to willingly choose not to use it because you can be in a situation where you don't know about the secret weapon. Was that the one that was in the demo? Yes. Okay. I was like, I feel like that battle was in the demo. It was. Um, yes. That is the demo battle. Um, art style, music, everything about this game was wonderful. And to be honest, it is the Octopath Traveler people. And I am a sucker for Octopath Traveler. <laughs> oh, man. Octopath yeah, Traveler. I, I agree. That Octop- game is like, I've said this many times that on the weekly podcast, and I'll say it here. Octopath Traveler saved video games for me. In the darkest time of my divorce, I thought I was done with video games. I had no desire to play them. I was in a hole... Octopath Traveler, like that, revived it. Like just the theme song lit something up in me and it brought me back to my joy. And guess what? There's a game this month coming out, Octopath Traveler 2, mm-hmm. by these same people. So I am excited. Anyways, yep. Triangle Strategy, number one game of the year for me. I was floored. And like I said, the only time I will probably ever play a game back to back because i wanted to see what happened the only time i've ever done that is persona 4 golden for the psv it's a long game to do that on dude it was so good though it was worth it yeah i mean i i get it now i oh one other thing also one of the most unique and interesting love stories i've seen in a video game Mm. because the way that you cultivate your relationship with your wife or not uh, is actually a very interesting and a very sweet love story. Even though it's an arranged marriage, Yeah. Um, if you focus on your wife, essentially the path of love, um, there's some really interesting and honest dialogue between two people who didn't know each other, 
were attracted to each other, but still had to get married, but didn't essentially know each other and then fall in love in the process of being married. And I thought that was a really cool story that we don't see a lot outside of like, I don't know, some old English film or something like that. So there we go. That is, that is our games of the year. Woot. 2022. I'm surprised my voice is holding out. Honestly, it honestly, it sounds like you are hanging on by the last thread in your vocal cords. My throat. Yeah, it got worse. worse. It got got progressively like worse. Yeah, on the day of my daughter's wedding, you've come to me. So, so. You reached out to me on the day of my daughter's This is the best I've felt in the past six days. Go rest that thing. Get some hot tea on it. I'm probably going to watch some Blue Bloods. Because uh, I am not getting up in the morning like these guys are. Like Chance and Dad. Do your time cheat. Yeah, I know. I know. So we we still owe uh Zero hours. Bayonetta. We're gonna be getting that sometime soon. Um probably about the end of the end ish of the month that we'll be recording that. And then we're gonna take a uh after that one, we're gonna take a hiatus for Bickering Box. Life's getting too busy. Um, I didn't say this to the Bickering Bucks audience with the weekly podcast now. I bought a house. I'm in the process of buying a house. So I'm going to take that time to get my house together in order, um, get some other games, maybe not be so annoyed with games that I'll actually finish them outside (laughs) of Monster Hunter. Um, Because I literally started Horizon Zero Dawn last week, and I got two hours in. I was like, nope. Bye. And then I started Forspoken, and I'm like four hours in, and I'm like, mm. So I went back to Monster Hunter. Well, well, to be fair, I was waiting for the Monster Hunter content <laughs> that dropped today to happen. Mm-hmm. So, because it's going to fix all the things I okay. want to do in Monster Hunter. So I'm doing that, and then I'm probably going to go back to Forspoken, and then I'm probably going to just muscle through. Try to finish Horizon Zero Dawn. And then right after that is Plague Tale. And Plague Tale does the exact same thing that I'm annoyed with right now. Is on the fly crafting. And I just... Crafting systems are just... uh... So. All that said, thank you guys for uh, tuning in, listening... Uh, I didn't say this on the last one, but uh, be sure to follow us uh, at Hunter Tub Pod on Twitter for updates on both Bickering Bucks and the weekly show. Uh, B Cubed, if you want to follow him, B, uh, at B Cubed, is it just 87? Because yep. I remember. Yep. And then. Yep. At J. Twitter. Holloway IV. Yep. H O L L O W A Y IV, because I'm the fourth. And, uh, yeah. And Chance, you can find on the Discord. I am socially lazy. <laughs> yep, that's fine. 
Uh, anything else you guys want to want to say before we head out? Nah, let us let us know in the Discord honestly, like what you feel about our lists, because I feel like we are an eclectic bunch and we were all over the place, honestly. Yeah, you can tag me, uh, Gmo88, in the Discord, just in case you don't know. So, yeah, just, I I really want to know, like, what y'all think about our list and what we were doing and the insanity. And let me know if I ruffled some feathers with uh, the Elden Ring dishonor. You certainly... I, you I certainly definitely did. Like I mean, I ruffled feathers when I said it wasn't on my Pretty list. Pretty sure I have. And, uh, I started to argue with our friend Bobby and I because he loved it. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, again, thanks everyone. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll catch you with their dinner. Laters. Bye. Later. Later.